Good evening, and welcome to Monster Peace Theater. I mean, Catastrophic, the improvisational storytelling podcast where we use fiasco to make up a movie. Tonight, we're proud to present an episode using the Boomtown playset from the original Fiasco Handbook by Jason Morningstar. So I present to you a story of soap, misspelled jails, and treachery in the Old West. Here now, Lock, Flock, and Soapbox. All right, uh, let's play some Fiasco. Uh, so the cool thing about Fiasco is that it is a zero-prep role-playing game. Um, you'll see, if you go look in the handouts section, um, also where characters live in uh, Roll20, that there are should be four visible handouts, one called Relationships, one called Objects, Needs, and Locations. And so what we're going to be doing is building out, not necessarily who our characters are, we don't start with that, we start with the relationships our characters have to each other. So um, we've all claimed one of the gray boxes with our player names on it, or char- yeah, player names, our names, human names. Uh, and we're then going to use these randomly rolled dice that I'm going to roll here in a minute in and determine what the relationships between all of our characters are. So everyone has uh, two yellow boxes. That's going to be one of those is going to be a relationship, and the other one is going to be a need, an object, or a location. Um, did everyone find the like the relationships handout at least? Did anyone not find the relationships handout? <laughs> I found it. Cool. Um, so what the way this works is once we roll the dice, we're going to go around the table a few times. Um, and when it's your turn, you can either choose one of the large categories. So for example, in the relationships page, you see it's family, work, the past, romance, crime, and community. You're going to choose one of those and define it between two adjacent players. So it could be between, you could say, I want there to be a work relationship between Raphael and Jason because they are next to each other. And so we could define that relationship. Um, oh, you were gone. Well, now you're back. It's a good thing you already know how to play Fiasco. <laughs> uh, so you're going you're gonna to go on the table, and you're going to define a relationship between two characters. Um, you first have to define a broad category, and then someone else will probably define the secondary category. You do not have to define it between yourselves, or between yourself and somebody else. Um, but it has to be between two characters. Um, we're going to have four relationships. So that's going to be the top yellow card in each of those pairs. And then we'll have two needs, one object, and one location that are defined in that same way. So there's a location that is very important to two characters. So far, um, you know, the locations could be residencies, the Bradford Hotel, the decent part of town, across the tracks, up in the hills, or Indian country. I just now noticed that it says Indian, and I'm not appreciative of that (laughs) should really have uh checked that before i did that so native country i'm just gonna just edit on the fly there do you want to say indigenous people's country you're gonna say country yeah we can we can say a lot of things that are not racist that's okay (laughs) um gotta check your stuff before you start kevin i was like no we don't have to look at the place it's fine um, so yeah, so we'll have four relationships, two needs, one object, and one location. 
that are very important to all of these characters. Um, typically, I always like to start with the player who's done something recently related to this. So has anyone watched a Western recently, since we're in the Wild West for this particular playset? I have never seen a Western, unless what? Firefly counts. It does. It does. Yeah, Firefly counts. When did you last watch Firefly? Um, it's been a really long time. Okay. <laughs> Um, if no one else has seen a Western recently, I'll just go first ceremoniously because I'm sure I saw a Western at some point in the last year. <laughs> uh, I remember watching, oh, I did. I watched the remake of, uh, the Magnificent Seven and it was fine. <laughs> a glowing review. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and roll these dice because I can. Um, and then these are the dice that we have to choose from. So every time we make a choice, we use a die that has that matching number, and we put it on the appropriate card. So I'm going to randomly roll these dice, and we can see what we have to use. The color of the dice doesn't actually matter right now. It will matter as the game progresses. So if I look at the relationships here, um, I'm going to see what I want to do. And I basically, because I have all the choices right now, because we have, I think, every number. We have one, two, three, four, five, and six. So I can choose absolutely anything here to define a broad relationship. Um, and so I am going to define a work relationship. So I'm going to use one of the twos that we have here. I'm going to use literally our only two to define a work relationship between uh, Jason and Raph. And so I'm going to go ahead and put a text box in here that says work. And so now when somebody else wants to, they can further define that by um, choosing one of the sub-options there. So under work, you can choose ranch hand, miners, supervisor and employee, tradesman, salesman, or professional client, um, whatever that wants to look like. I just um, you don't have to do that next. Sorry? One thing. You're not my supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll go ahead and just go ahead and go clockwise around the table. So Raphael, if you want to choose a relationship, either a broad category to define between two people, or if you want to define your work relationship, you can do that using one of the dice that we have left. Okay. Let me let me read the relationship handout here. Yeah, it's okay. I cut a lot of space out at the beginning of these when everyone is reading. Okay. So, I'm just to make sure. Sorry. I want to define, um, we have a five, right? I want to define a crime relationship. Okay. Who's that relationship going to be between? I guess it doesn't have to be just between you and me, huh? It could, how about between you and uh, whoever is to your right? So that would be Ash. Okay. So a crime relationship is a five. So we're going to go ahead and take one of the fives that we have and drop it here on this card and go ahead and write crime here. So Ash, you and I are somehow criminals to be determined <laughs> shortly. Yeah, we are. So keep going around, Jason, if you want to define something for us. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 
And you don't I... have to just do relationships, or or if or you can specify here. We don't have to go in a certain order in terms of what you pick. So if you want to define our object for the game or our location, you can do that as well, or one of our two needs. Those uh, are all ahead. fun to define as well. I'll go ahead and define a relationship. I just like it. It's clean. Uh, Which one? Okay. Uh, let's go with... I want to define... A community with... An, I forget, does that have to be with somebody that's next to me or anybody else? It does else? not. Anybody with an open spot. So that could be between uh, you and Ash or Raphael and myself. Uh, I'll just go ahead with me and Ash. Okay, so y'all have a community relationship to be determined. Let me shrink that text just a hair. That's bigger. <laughs> there we go. I'm not sure that's actually smaller than what I started with. All right. Um, so, Ash, you can either... Um, define a relationship between Raphael and myself, or further define one of the existing relationships on the board, or again, look at needs, locations, and objects as well. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to... Ooh establish a an object okay and i'm going to do a sentimental one all right so we're gonna have a sentimental object who do you want that to be very important to pick two players that are next to each other um how specific to their relationship i'm gonna do raph and jason all right so raphael and jason have a specific we have a sentimental object that is very important to them somehow and very important to the both of them. That's the cool thing about this is you're defining something that matters and is very important to who these people are, but also ties them together. Now that's too small. I don't like it. Text sizes are hard. Sure. Whatever. I can read it. All right, so you've got a sentimental object, so it's back to me. Um, I might want to further define that sentimental object. What are my options here? Ooh, so many choices there. I don't want to pick one of them yet. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and define the a need so Raphael and I don't have anything between us yet so I am going to pick to get rich as our need assuming we have a three left so I'm going to do that and we now have that as a defined need between the two of us so Raphael okay. back to you to get rich or to die trying. All right, what do we have left as far as the numbers? So, yeah, we've got, um, yeah. We've got everything we have... two so far. We've got one one left, one three left, 
and then a bunch of fours and sixes. Um, it's also worth pointing out that in Fiasco, the last die is always wild, so there's still a choice to be made. So okay. you're not going to be stuck with a four or six on the last choice. Um, you'll get to choose anything in one of the categories. This is so messed up. It's like through robbing a stagecoach. Yeah. <laughs> These are not nice people. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's do that. All right. So you want us to get rich through robbing a stagecoach. We're going to use our very last one. And we will finalize that. Cool. Wonderful. We have a goal. We do. Jason, it's up to you. I'm um, back. I'm just going to grab a drink real fast. No worries. I'm just looking through the 8 billion sheets. Let's see here. Uh, Kevin, you and Ash need a uh, need, correct? Uh, we need a need or a location. Sometimes it's good to put the needs opposite each other at the table, so to speak, um, but that's not necessary. So I could have two needs, uh, or if you wanted to define a uh, location between us, that could be useful as well. Uh, let's see. But there's not, it's not strictly one or the other. Uh, I want to give you two a need uh, to get even. I need to get even. Oh, wait, that requires a two, which we don't have. We don't have a two. Let's see. We've got a three. We've got a... Oh, what about a need to get respect? Sure, we can get respect. All right. So we'll go ahead and move that four over there. All right, we need to get respect. So if Ash is back with her drink, she can take her turn. And if not, we can awkwardly wait for her. I am back, but you can still awkwardly wait for me while I read these choices. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. So we still need a location to be defined, as well as the specifics on most of the relationships. And then Raphael and I still don't have a defined category for our relationship either. Mm, okay. while you're looking. This is one of the things I like about Fiasco is you sort of end up with some tougher or unexpected choices when you run out of dice to do the thing you wanted to do. And you end up with some interesting things that can happen instead. Mm, so I only have one relationship, it looks like, and it's crime-ridden. No, so you have a community relationship with Jason. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, then I am going to uh, <laughs> define that with, oh, fuck sticks. Man, I really wanted to be an elected official. <laughs> okay, let's well, see. Well, so there is still a possibility that you could be if you don't define it now because the last die is wild. So if it doesn't get defined now, it could be defined later. But you're already criminal, so that counts already. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, 
Okay, I will define um, our crime relationship. Uh, <laughs> um, as, oh, geez, <laughs> faith healer and patient. All right. <laughs> faith healer and patient. And we have a shared need to get respect. <laughs> okay. So that is something about us. And how specifically is yet to be determined. <laughs> and so we're not sure necessarily yet which one of us is the faith healer and the patient, but I am excited to find out. All right, so it's back to me. Um, I've got a need sitting on me. But I wanted to find a location. We don't have, we're still short of location. So I'm going to, um, what do we got left? We got one, three, five, four, and six. I'm gonna define a location in the decent part of town. I'm gonna use our last three. So we're going to have a location somewhere in the decent part of town that is very important to both of you. I can't spell decent. D-E-C-E-N-T. There we go. All right, back to Raphael. Okay. Relationship. I want to use... Um, I want to define the relationship between the two of us. Okay. As a community relationship. All right, another community relationship. All right, back to Jason. Uh, let's see here. All right, just looking at the numbers we have left. Fours, fives, and sixes, it looks like. Yep. Uh, let's see. Yes, we still have to define the work relationship, that sentimental object, where in the decent part of town we are, and how Ash and I need to get respect. Uh, I want to define the work relationship as being between uh, salesman and customer. Okay. What number is that? I don't have it right in front of me. Oh, sorry. It's uh, five. All right. Five. Yep, wrong spot for five. All right. Ash, back to you. Oh, um, okay. Let's see. <laughs> um, I am going to define the relationship between me and Jason. Um, 
<laughs> as sheriff and deputy. <laughs> All right. That's under the community. There we go. Sheriff and deputy. S-H-E-R-I-F-F, -I, -I, I think is how you spell sheriff. And if not, it's close enough. All right. Uh, so back to me. I'm interested in this need to get respect between the two of us. So what are my options? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> you and I need to get respect by... Uh, from the sheriff by ratting out your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes me the sheriff. Or the deputy. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure that makes me the sheriff. <laughs> well, so um, it's interesting because we've got now this need between us. One of us is a faith healer and the patient. Mm -hmm. So I think I might be a faith healer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your new career, Kevin. Yeah. A faith healer that also cool. robs cool. stage coaches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm probably not a very good faith healer. And so I'm trying to make money through other means. This is why I like Fiasco is because you start seeing these like relationships develop and then like who we are. All right, uh, we've got three more to determine. We've got to figure out a community relationship between Raph and myself. We've got to figure out what that sentimental object is and where in the decent part of town is very important to Ash and Jason. Okay. Is, uh, is this town big enough for two sheriffs? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe we have two competing towns. Oh, that's a good point. I um, mean, that would be a really interesting thing. You know, sort of a Midland Odessa style thing. <laughs> you end up with a, uh, you know, the boom town from the oil, and then that neighbor from just down the road. <laughs> uh, it would fit very well if we, if we define that a, it's a company or citizen railroad. Or shareholder for yeah. that one there. So it will use one of the fours. So use one of the fours? Yeah, since we have to rob a stagecoach. All right. So that need was, or so the, that relationship, I'm clicking the wrong thing, was company and citizen. I don't know why it's not saving the text when I make it bigger, but that's fine. All right, Jason. Decent uh, part of town or your sentimental object? Uh, our sentimental object is going to be a dying man's last words. Oh, man. Ooh. <laughs> hey, the last die is and wild, is, right? Uh, the last die is wild. Yeah, so Ash, you can pick anything for your decent part of town. 
I knew I was going to get the wild, so I was hoping I'd get sentimental because I really wanted to do a pretty locket with a lock of hair inside. <sighs> okay. So, decent part of town. What am I defining about that? I'm sorry. So oh, I just need to go to the locations. And yeah, you got to pick the one you want. So, the commercial bank, Sinclair's Dry Goods and Mercantile, the First Church of Christ, the Railroad Depot and Telegraph Office, or EA Lodge, the dentist. Um, okay, so let's do, uh, the Railroad Depot. All right. The Railroad Depot and Telegraph Office. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to get, like, a drink drink. Like a, a boozy drink. I'll no worries. All right, so let's figure out who we actually are now. Yeah. So it's always important to think of a name for your character. Um, so, Raphael, my, my immediate thought is if I'm the faith healer, or regardless of my faith or not, like I think being the um, I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to put all these together. So like, I'm not sure if I'm the company man or the citizen, but I feel like the citizen is the stronger choice with also being a faith healer, and you're maybe the inside man on the stagecoach. It also makes sense for him being a salesman. Yeah, what do you what do you sell, selling on the? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're riding the rails selling things, selling trains. I don't know. Me, like selling yeah. the trains. Okay. Or, okay. Well, you're selling the things on the train. You know, you're. Oh yeah, I sell the things on the train, and I get greedy about them. Yeah, that's that's a good background. It occurs to me right now that a stagecoach is not a train, but I'm going to do with that. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, um, that, okay. I know, I like the idea of us robbing a train, even though I was thinking of a stagecoach. We don't have to be 100% tied to these things either. Well, it's, it's still robbing a moving vehicle. Yeah, it's still or a lot a, of work. A it's a lot of work to rob a moving vehicle. Yeah. I'm just um, really interested in where dying man's last words come up in our like salesman and customer conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. Why is that really important to you? I'm asking. I don't know. Oh, I'm thinking. You're asking who now? Anyone. Why why do we think that's really important that you have that y'all Shared a dying man's last words. I don't know if we uh, do maybe a them. robbery gone wrong. Yeah, one of our partners died. 
Well, so the the dying man's last words are important between me and Raphael. Yes. Uh. Yeah, so I was thinking like a robbery at the wherever the sale is occurring. Yeah. And Ooh, I mean, I like that. Like it wasn't like you know you Raphael were being robbed. Jason was the customer, and someone died. Yeah. I could also see that being really important to Jason if he's the sheriff and or deputy. Like, he failed to stop someone from dying. It's a tragic backstory sort of thing. Oh, he's the... Oh, I see. He could and be also, a fence. He could be your fence, Roth. The, uh, the dying man's last words could also be something like uh, an admission of guilt or ratting somebody out. Yeah. Oh, or, or leading to that. Yeah. Like damning words that are great evidence. I like that. And we don't have to figure it all out right now. We want to just have yeah. sort of those rough ideas, and then we may discover some of that through play as well. So don't feel like we have, a, have to have 100% of um, what we are. I'm trying to think. Do you mind, Ashley, if I'm the faith healer, if, that, if that's the direction we go? Go for it. Okay. I'm trying to think of a good... Too busy running this town. The, uh, <laughs> a good faith healer name. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Holt. What? <laughs> Holt. They said Holt. Oh, Holt. Holt. I thought you said Colt. Like a Colt. <laughs> Cultmaster is just his name. It's the name of the church, <laughs> the cult. Cult, yeah. Cult is in the cult. I like that. For some reason, the first name that came to my mind was... God, I shouldn't even say it, but it was Fandango the Mango. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that makes sense. I'm going to be the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> The Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Miller? Yes. Okay. I'm going to hit the generate button on this Old West name generator and be <laughs> uh, Emmett Curtis. Emmett Curtis. <laughs> there you go. Wait, there is an old thing generator? Where? Oh, I just Googled. Sure you uh, drop the link in chat. Yeah, that would be helpful, huh? I just like to come up with fun names. Also, my um, my when I can't come up with a good name, um, I pull a DVD off my shelf and look at cast lists that are like of people that are like seventh or eighth down. That seems to work okay. I said the name and then immediately forgot it, so I'm going to make a much more uh, memorable name. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Emmett Curtis. That's I think right. it was Emmett Curtis. You. It was one of those two first names names. Oh no. We lost Raphael from Discord. Or no, no Jason. I'm here. No, we lost Jason oh. from Discord. Oh no, that was from oh. earlier. He'll come back, I promise. I'm I'm here. Yeah, I'm using I'm using my phone to prevent that. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, it was earlier whenever I got dropped just from the internet in general. Got it.
it's a little more, more inconvenient to have like two devices, but perfect. <laughs> and that's technology. You. If you're not if you're not working on three screens, are you really working? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, I got a name for myself. Are we all supposed to pick names? Yeah. Oh. I changed my name. I'm the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse. <laughs> that I seemed like appropriately it. old westerny. Um, I'm looking up names, and one of the recommended names is Laverne. <laughs> Laverne Laverne's a good name. I think well, that- taken. Have y'all heard about the uh, the Tiffany problem? This is one of my favorite history uh-huh. things. Oh yes, it's that yeah, Tiffany that's... is a perfectly you know valid like old English or Middle English name. Yeah, but nobody would nobody... put it in a, like a fantasy novel set. In the yeah, movie. you would think yeah. it would be completely wrong. I think Amanda is another one of those. Yeah. Um, and I think you told us this before, and you said that you tried to make a character named George in like a medieval. Yes, I yeah. Did. <laughs> That still, still cracks me up. Well, I mean, like, like the DM and the other players pushed me back on it, and I chose I chose something else. That's seriously. Do they not know that there were like a billion King Georges? Yeah. Well, no, it just seems sort of mundane. <laughs> You're I, mundane. I don't know what to do with that. Well, and I don't think parents look at their babies and go, "I just want to give that baby an epic name." You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, like George. But that that's what I would do. <laughs> also, I appreciate you not taking the name right? off my cat, because if I had to call you out, it would be weird. Yeah. That would be really weird. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Um, I'm really terrible at picking names. Um, I'm kind Always of thinking old- like... Hmm? I was going to say there's always the Old West name generator. Yeah, I'm actually looking through that. I I feel like <laughs> um, I'm kind of thinking Gertrude Hammer. Ooh, uh, Gertrude the Rude Hammer. Gertrude the Rude Hammer. I mean, you'd have to be rude to get uh, you know into a position of law enforcement for this town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're telling me. Um, how about like Hammersmith? I think that sounds better. Let's do Hammersmith. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Gertrude the Rude Hammersmith the Third. Ooh. The Third? From the yeah. New Hampshire Hammersmiths? Uh, no, <laughs> from the Kentucky Hammersmith. Oh, okay. Yep, good old Kentuckian Hammersmith family. Theodore W. Kenyon. That's a, that's a sales name if I ever saw one. That's the, that's the goal. I keep. I hate that these names keep like snapping to the grid, throwing yeah, everything I hate off. That. It's like, no, just let me put it where I want it. Don't tell me what to do. Roll twenty. You're not my dad. I mean, if I was smart, there's probably a way to turn off the grid lines and turn off snap to grid, but I ain't got time for that. I think I can do that for you. Ah, boom. That I might just have been you. for mine. I don't know. It's really yeah. funny if they have a grid oh, and you right. have the option to just say. But not for me. I just though. turned Thank it off. It, it was called no snapping. It was just a setting. 
Nope, it's still snapping. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's for the measuring tool. Eh. All right, I'm not going to bother with it. I'm not going to worry about it. Ah, shit. It does snap. Stop it. Yeah. I haven't said no snapping. Snap or no snapping. I'm just going to delete the parts that say character name. All right, so between Emmett and Gertrude, who's the sheriff and who's the deputy? Oh, Gertrude's the sheriff for sure. You're going to be the sheriff? No, 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 you're going to be the sheriff. I'm going to be the deputy. Okay. Okay. So Gertrude is the sheriff of this Old West town. Does this Old West town have a name? I think the name should be a democratic thing. I don't want to rule like a despot. I'm not like... (laughs) You don't want to rule with an iron fist? You know, the Hammersmiths do have a long legacy of uh, of being controlling and ruling over their dominion with uh, hostility and force, and I'm trying to bring some balance back. Yeah. Can we just call um, it Tombstone? We can. What? Uh, we call it Denver. <laughs> West. Um, I feel like we should name it after like the most bougie neighborhood in Boulder or something. Hold on. How about um Hold on, let me go in Boulder's Zillow and see where I find a property that's millions of dollars. <laughs> and then we'll pick that. Hold on. That should be easy. Valmont. Uh there's one How called about... Gun Barrel in Colorado in Boulder. There's a gun barrel, you said? Yeah. Gun Barrel's a pretty good name for an old western town. There's yeah, Bitter there's Water. Also bitter Sunshine water. Canyon. Oh. Oat so many scar? What does that even mean? Oat, Oat scar? Oat scar. Like, I like that just because it's meaningless. Yeah, let's go with that <laughs> one. Yeah, let's take a grain and then something really cool. Yeah, How what's about really cool? Barley Motorcycle? <laughs> Excuse me. Quinoa tattoo. Quinoa tattoo. That's for the Quinoa next. Quinoa leather game. jacket. <laughs> Quinoa switchblade. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we just found our new town name. Are, are we sticking with Oatscar? Because I, I like Quinoa switchblade. Quinoa switchblade. We can do I that. Quinoa switchblade is like a character from. Like a cyberpunk or something. <laughs> it does kind of sound like that. Yeah, and I think we should stick with Oatscar since that's okay. a real world thing, and it is just as ridiculous as Quinoa Switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. Let's keep that one. Okay. Everyone else cool with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So the actual uh, gameplay itself is very open and freeform in the sense of like what actually happens in the individual scenes, but the scenes themselves are very structured. So we're going to go around the virtual table um, four times, each player getting a spotlight scene as we go around. So it'll, we'll start with me since I was the first player. So the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse will get a spotlight scene, then Theodore Kenyon then Emmett Curtis, and then Gertrude the Rude Hammersmith. And we'll continue that. Once you've gone around twice, there is an opportunity for things to go terribly. Uh, and they will. 
then we'll go around two more times and sort of um, see how terribly they happen and wrap it all up at the end. Um, when it is your turn to be in the spotlight, when it's your character's turn to be in the spotlight, um, you have two, you have a choice. You can choose to set up the scene and sort of determine how it starts, or you can determine if the scene is going to end positively or negatively. Um, so if you choose to set it up, everybody else gets to choose how it ends. And if you choose to choose how it ends, uh, everyone else gets to decide how it starts. Um, there's a small amount of impact in that because if a scene ends positively, you get one of the white dice. And if a scene ends negatively, you get one of the black dice. Um, however, in the first half of the game, once you've been given that, you give it to another player. So we'll all be collecting dices over the course of the game. Uh, those dices will impact how your final outcome for your character is, good or bad or terrible. It'll really be from a scale from like mediocre to garbage. Um, but if you get more of one color than the other, things tend to go well for you. So if you get all the black dice or all white dice, um, you will have much more success than if you just get a random mix of those. But sometimes things going poorly for you uh, is more fun and makes for a better story, so don't worry too much about it. Any questions so far? I'm good. Any remaining um, like outlying questions of like what we want to do in terms of who we are? Or just let the rest of it sort of come up in game. Uh, I think that uh, just one defining thing that I was the salesman, right? In mm -hmm. the in the thing, and I am the company man. Yeah, you're the company man. You're. Okay. Um, I, I'm. I suspect you and I are planning a you know planning to rob a train or a stagecoach, whatever, a coach mm -hmm. train. Um. And I'm using you as the inside man to make that be more successful. Because really, this life of a faith healer is just not doing, not doing what I would like it to do, which is making me a lot of money. <laughs> it's, it's not fulfilling that need, the primal need that you have. Yeah, I need, I need to make a lot of money. But I also need a lot of respect. Because uh, I've settled down in this town. And so it's important for me to get uh, respect to the sheriff by ratting out my friends. But you, Theo, you don't know that yet. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, no. <laughs> uh, so since I'm going to go first, um, I'm going to choose to set up the scene. So I'm going to decide sort of what my scene starts out like. We'll then sort of role play it out for a few minutes and then decide what that, you know, and then y'all get to decide if it's going to end well for me or poorly for me. Sounds good. So I'm going to start it off um, pretty straightforwardly, which is, um, you know, it's a, you know, Sunday afternoon. Uh, the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse has just uh, finished one of his, um, well, well-known as a strong word, but just finished one of his um, boisterous sermons. And he sees none other than uh, Theodore Kenyon at the uh, back of a church, sort of standing there, just looking, 
just watching him. Uh, so as the congregation leaves, Theo walks up to him and says, "What? Or no, sorry, Daniel, Doctor, the Reverend Doctor Daniel J. Milhouse uh, walks up to him and says, "What? Do you, well, what are you doing here, my good friend Theodore?" Passing by, you know how how it goes in this life. Just trying to make oh, a living. You, you make it back into town, I see. Uh, the rails treating you okay out there? I'm getting a little sore. Should should stop by for a while. Yeah, I think, yes, uh, yes. I think it's time to find a different life. You know, you were just the man I was looking to see. You should come back to my uh, to my rectory. I believe uh, I have something to discuss with you in private, as it were. Just you and me and the uh, the good Lord Himself. Sounds great. <laughs> All right, so we head back to you know my office. Uh, I unlock it with a with a key. And, like, just on the wall is an entire map of the state that we are currently in with all of the various rail lines. Seems like you're putting the... As soon as the door shuts, I drop the act. You weren't supposed to be here for another couple weeks. What's going on? Uh, Stuff has gotten really awry. I've seen a man die. Um... Business is getting too rough. I need to get out of this life. Well, that's what we had planned, is it not? You just showing up here out of the blue yes. is going to make that a little bit more difficult. Uh, we, need, we need to speed this up. I can't do this. Do you have a target at this point? Do you have someone who can, we can take advantage of? The, uh, the shipment of... What's something important people ship? Gold. Let's make it gold. Gold, yes. <laughs> yeah. The gold shipment from out in California wasn't supposed to be here for another couple weeks. Unless you got something as good as that, I am not moving. I have... I have information. Yeah? Sure. Yeah. The problem is that the information is also known to the, to the deputy. So, it's a problem. That uh, absolutely sounds like a problem. Is this something he's going to be willing to act on? I don't know. I don't know. But if we're careful, I think we can, uh, we can avoid that. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's, yeah. let's go ahead and stop here. So is this going to go poorly or go well for the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse? I think this goes well. Okay. This goes well for him. So I'm going to go ahead and grab one of these white dice, put it over here by my character sheet or my placard, whatever. Are um, they just like counters? Yeah, for right now they're just counters. So the numbers on them don't matter at this point. It's just the color that matters. Okay. Um, it's because I've had a scene that went well for me. Um, I see. So if this is going to go well for me, I think what we're going to do is um, what you have, the information you have, is it, is it, is it a train we can hit? Is it something that's a worthwhile shipment? Uh, yeah. I was trying to, like, plug the sentimentals uh, thing, the connection that I have with, uh, um, my idea on the flight there was that, uh, the sales, the, I was making a sale and trying to con this man, uh, trying to con this man and he died somehow. But that guy had information that we could use to, okay. to do this. Was it a, this was it a shipment heist. or was it something worth stealing on a train? Yeah, yeah. 
what is worthwhile? Like livestock isn't worth what worth anything. Oh my god, livestock is absolutely worth something. Yes, you're shipping of goats. Goats and prize goats. Prize goats. Okay. Shipment of good horses. No goats. Goats, <laughs> goats for sure. It's goats, goats, but also there's guns. Goats and guns. Guns, yes. <laughs> Why didn't we think about guns? Guns is probably like very useful at that point. Yeah. So it's a bunch of guns being smuggled with goats. Yes. Goats oh, and guns. Sounds like a great Texan. So you're saying to me? So you're telling me you got a bead on? A shipment of goats and guns coming through town. When? When is it? Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. That's that's three days from now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fine. Well, I'll. I don't even have a crew yet. We'll see what we can put together. Okay. Okay. All right. And that's the end of the scene. So that okay. that went pretty well. I got information on the stagecoach I wanted to rob. Nothing terrible <laughs> happened. So now it is going to be Theodore W. Kenyon's scene. Would you like to set up your scene or resolve it? Uh, it's going to be a scene between me and Jason, right? It can be between you and anybody. Or multiple me and people. anybody. Yeah. So, uh, multiple people. Yeah, if you want to have it with multiple people, or you want to have it by yourself, you want to do a solo scene, you can do that. No, um, hell. <laughs> we can also bring in um, third-party characters if we need one for a temporary measure or something like that. We want to bring in townsfolk or, you know, a train engineer, because that might come important. Um, that's as well. While you're thinking about that, one other thing. In the first round, once you get your die for how your scene ended, you give it to someone else. I'm going to give mine to Gertrude the Rude Hammersmith, because she came up with goats, and that made me laugh. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Wait, so you end that, and then you give it away? So in the first, first round, round. You, we get it at the end of the scene, um, and then you give it to somebody else. This also okay. vaguely impacts how the things go for them at the end of the game, but don't worry about it too much. Other than you generally want more dice of the same color if you want things to go well. Oh, yeah. Since this is a role-playing kind of thing, I think that the, uh, it's, it's, it, there's no winning. Everybody just loses always. There's, <sighs> yes, it's just how badly do you want to lose. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think that I'll, I'll try to set up a scene. I'm trying to, to figure okay. out the, the context here. Um, you can also, don't, we don't, we're not stuck in a linear portion of time. If you want to do flashbacks, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to talk to Jason. Okay, so, what, uh, so set up the scene for us. What's going on? On, an, on one of my previous trips through this town, I had... A new product, a new a new invention called soap. Uh, Goat milk soap. Goat milk Sorry. soap. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the goats are coming from. Yep. Yeah, that's what they're for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, goat milk. How could you make that? I mean, there, you can't make oil of goat milk. I suppose you I've can. I've made goat milk soap. Goat milk soap is one hundred percent a thing. I, I've made goat milk soap. I use yeah, goat milk okay. lotion. <clears throat> this is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> We're all learning things today. Yeah. <laughs> so many information about goats. If you guys um, want to talk on my soap podcast, let me know. Uh... <laughs> if anybody wants to be on my goat podcast, let me know. 
Yeah. <laughs> Did the goats scream like the YouTube video? <laughs> bah. <laughs> Do we that have a? a... <laughs> Thank you. I won't tell you why I'm so good at it, but. <laughs> uh, so you're saying okay, you're, so... Are, you, are you trying to sell the goat milk soap to Emmett Curtis? Yes, I was. I was. I was selling goat milk soap to Emmett Curtis. Uh, I was paddling in my soapbox, in <laughs> in the middle of the uh, front of the bank, where people have the money. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, I was still happy and spry about my life at that time. Uh, it was. It was recent. It was. Two weeks ago, uh, two weeks before your uh, the scene we okay. just had, yeah. Uh, so you're selling soap. Does does is Emmett show up yeah. trying to shut you down, or is he trying to buy some soap? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> so so I'm gonna get on top of my soapbox. I'm gonna get one. <laughs> Control yourself. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, okay. I'm gonna get on top of my soapbox. Sorry, I just didn't I'm expect you to be funny. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be funny. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm. I'm. I need more alcohol. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna get some. So. <laughs> the I'll get one soap on each hand. I'm gonna say. Citizens of Oatscar, <laughs> could you imagine laying down to a nice night of sleep, smelling great? I have the invention that will change your lives. Come, come and smell it. It smells like goat, but not the bad kind. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir, what are you doing over here? And I, I'm just like uh, sitting there like, Oh, well, uh, well, hold this, and I'm going to give him a soap bar. And I'm, like, kind of holding it, but as if I've never touched soap before. (laughs) (laughs) Have have you, uh, uh, smell it. Smell it. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me on this one. I, I like, smell it and then sort of, like, bring it away from my head. Like, oh, God. Isn't it great? Uh, what is what is this? It's soap. It's wonderful. Uh, so you're out here selling soap? Yeah, exactly. Um, is they sent me with crates and crates of this? Okay, I don't know what for. It's just always around here. Did you get up? I don't know what to do. With it. I don't know. I have I have like containers of this. Could you like help you know a brother that- out? You know that if you're supposed, you're going to sell in front of the bank in a public street, you have to get a permit for that, right? Uh, I'm sure I can sort that out. What is the what is the number? Uh, the the no the number. Oh, our address is literally just go down the road there to the left on the big thing that says jail. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. So I go on the thing that says jail. Okay, uh, I'll I'll do that. Um, I have so a different idea. Uh, 
I have a different idea. <coughs> Soap is also glycerin, and it's kind of explosive. It's a, an ex, it's Stole an ex, my idea. You have crates of an explosive with you? No, no. That was off topic. No, oh. that was on. <laughs> that was super on. It was on topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on. I need to slow down and think about this for a sec. Should we, should we figure out whether this is going to go well or not? Yes, let's decide. Yeah. Uh, those of us who are not in charge, do, you, do we want this to go well for him or not? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, for soup. All right. <laughs> not going to end well. So, I, I... so in that case, I think you did say, oh yeah, this is glycerin. It's super explosive out loud to the deputy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, so, that's, that's awesome. Hey, if you could go ahead and bring that... Um, over to the jail, we could use a lot of that. Um, just go ahead and tell Gertrude that the crates are coming. And like, I'm secretly off being like, hey, there's a guy that said that he has crates full of explosives, and he's going <laughs> to bring them to the office. Uh, okay, so that's pr- I'm probably getting arrested, am I not? At the very least... I suspect your soap is being confiscated. Oh, yeah. That sounds yeah. odd. No. It's going to be great because the prisoners aren't going to smell as bad. But So are y'all already at the jail? Oh, I think, I think I'm just I like, thought... hey, go ahead and bring that stuff over. We'll make a sale and then <laughs> fade to black on that. Okay. Okay. So let's let's walk down to the uh, the county jail, which is what three blocks from here. Uh, yeah, it's just literally right. It's the big sign that says jail. It's literally down the street at the end of the street. J A I L jail. Okay, I'm gonna go there. I, I, I suppose suppose I'll just walk there. I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> You pick up the soapbox since it is also full of soap. Yeah, it's literally I'll pick just up a the soapbox. It's a sample. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. It's got the soap inside of it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So I'll get one of the crates begrudgingly, and I'm gonna walk down to Gal. G A O L. How. uh... And for the longest time, whenever I saw, whenever I saw the name um, Jeff spelled G E O F F, I seriously thought it was like Geoff. Oh no! <laughs> you, you know the girls were the best, right? What? I'm dating Jeff from work. Anyway, that's out of the podcast. What's up? <laughs> it's pronounced What's like the G and GIF. Yeah. GIF. Gaff. Gaff. Oh, Gaff. Yeah. Gaff, I see. That's, that's a clever name. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so uh, okay. Theodore is going to spend some time in jail, it sounds like. Looks like that, yeah. Uh, so are y'all coming to the jail, and should I put you in jail? Because I can totally do that. In fact, I would be delighted to. Yeah, Ruth, what do you, or Gertrude, sorry, Gertrude the Rude, what do you do when uh, your deputy brings in a guy with a box full of soap? Okay, so 
this is a soapbox and it's <laughs> full of soap. Yeah. What kind of soap? Just just smell it, trust me. Okay, so I'm going to reach into the box and get a piece of soap and I'm going to smell it. <laughs> I'm going to sniff your snow, your soap. And um I'm impressed. This uh I'm not familiar with soap. Um but I like the way this smells. What does it do? It it, it cleans you and makes you smell like the soap. All you have mm-hmm. to do is rub it on your skin when you're taking a bath. A bath. I know that, that that doesn't happen very often, but for, do- for those who can afford the luxury. Uh, well, um, what would happen if we just threw the soap into the town well? Would that make the water cleaner for everybody? Because we've been having a little bit of trouble the water um i just had a sip of water i i uh, i i don't know let's let's find out (laughs) um let's back up a second um so what is this soap made out of why is it special why should i buy your soap besides just getting clean. Can't I just make this out of, like, I don't know, lye or glycerin or something, myself? Lye and and fat? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, ma'am. They just sent me with crates of these things. I need to sell them. Uh, the the Your deputy said that he was going to buy a crate, so I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you come in here saying you're selling soap. My deputy comes in here telling me that you're threatening to blow up the town. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> All right. I think we can make a deal um, mm. here. Um, how about you walk into that cell quietly and quickly, and I won't shoot you in the kneecap. Can I keep the soap? No, you may not. Uh, and I grabbed the soap from him quickly. <laughs> I guess right, that's I probably said. a good place to, to leave it for the moment. Yeah. We can cycle back. All right. Uh, that definitely did end poorly. Um, <laughs> so, Theodore, who do you want to give your black dye to? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to give this to uh, to Jason, to Emmett. Emmett right. is going to get the, yeah. Great. Just throw me in jail. That was, that was a great deal. <laughs> yeah, you really came out on top on that one. Yeah. I mean, obviously, since it was two weeks ago, at some point. I mean, it was maybe a short trip, but. Yeah. Probably all of the soap is confiscated. Yeah. Uh, I will, for my round, uh, I'll resolve. All right. So, what should we set up Emmett's scene as? Mm, so, oh, I'm, I'm not sure how the soap. railroad. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> trying to dispose this soap at Gertrude's orders. Um, Gertrude wants to keep the soap for herself. 
<laughs> oh! Gertrude yeah. really liked the soap. Yeah, so why I is mean, why is the, the Railroad Depot and Telegraph Office important to y'all? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. Um, Railroad Depot. Oh, maybe that's where I go hide the soap. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's, that's also probably where the uh, the goats and guns are coming through, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I, I, so we all just are hiding things at this Railroad Depot. <laughs> well, I know All right, that- so the Railroad Depot and Telegraph Office is where I send um, telegraphs to people. And that is where I hide my soap. Okay. So what is, so, wait, it's Emmett's turn. So we're still setting up for him. So. Okay. So um, do we start off the scene ourselves, basically? Or do so we what, give him. We have to decide what his scene is. What? How does it start? Um, um, I think Emmett should be helping me lug the soap. Uh, to the railroad depot okay. and hide it. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. All right. Cool. Emmett, so, could you give me a hand here? Uh, yeah. Is this the explosives from earlier? Yeah, the... Let's just call it soap for now. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I can take a couple of these crates, and then I like have like a like small wheelbarrow that I've made that I'm just like barely able to pull along. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I think that wheelbarrow would work a little better if it actually had three wheels on it. Oh yeah. I don't have cash for that one, but the two seem to be doing kind of okay. Okay. If it's it's working for you, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to plop this last crate into the wheelbarrow for Emmett. And I'm just going to stand and watch him. Um, I'm thinking we should hide it in the telegraph office since I'm really the only one allowed to go in there besides the telegraph writer. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, What are we going to do with it afterwards? Like, should we be bringing explosives into a public area? The soap. The soap, sorry. Um, Well, nobody knows that it's explosive. It's... For all intents and purposes, soap. Um, Got it. And I don't have enough room in the sheriff's office where I sleep to keep this. Everybody would want my soap if they knew about it. And I have a feeling that Theodore guy is going to be back in jail a lot. So he can't know that I have this. So let's keep it here for now. I'll try to find something else later. Um, Yeah, telegraph office. Thanks, Emmett. Cool. So I'm, like, slowly dragging this, like, non-functioning wheelbarrow that's, like, <laughs> dragging lines into the, the dirt, like, through the town. And it's probably, like, more difficult than it would have been had I just picked it, the crate up <laughs> and did it normally. Um, and I think I think I probably make it over to the, uh, the railroad depot, right? Yeah. Uh, uneventfully? Yeah, probably uneventfully. Mm-hmm. Um, do you consider that you want this to be a positive resolution for you? Uh, I want this to be a negative resolution. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you get to the, so let's, let's do this. Let's let you get to the telegraph office. <laughs> um, 
and you're not actually sure where like to store it. There's not cabinets. It's basically just a room with a chair and a <clears> table. <throat> so where cool. do you put the uh, the soap instead? Oh, instead of the telegraph office? Well, you put you get there and you're like, well, this isn't gonna like. She wants it hidden. If anyone walks in here, it won't be hidden. Oh no, I I think he does hide it, but I think maybe he just throws a blanket over it or something. Okay. <laughs> and it's like great. So it's it's negative in the sense that like anybody will be able to find it very easily. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I have a I have a real a quick terrible job. Here's a fun thing for us to figure out later. Is that soap? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Toss it in the well and find out, yeah. <laughs> um, you could also hide it in a stagecoach. Um, oh, presumably yeah. if there's any sort of post around. Yeah, yeah. that might work. <laughs> oh, just I something really like where... that idea. Yeah, let's do that one. Sounds good. Is that what you want to do, Emmett? Yeah, that works. <laughs> Thank you, cut out. Did we lose you? Rexicorn is typing. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Why why didn't he hide it in the well? <laughs> like on the way to the to the to the telegraph's office and post office? He just like oh I'm tired of this and just like lifts the wheelbarrow into the, the, the Can y'all hear me now? We can hear the well. Now. Rad, cool. The well explodes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we decided not to put it in the well because I want it. I want the soap. Yeah, I want to be the it. cleanest sheriff this side of the Mississippi. Which doesn't exist in the world where Oatscar is, I think. So we'll say west of the Mississippi. I don't know. <laughs> One Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Emmett, where did you end up hiding the soap? Uh, I think this soap, well, I don't think that I thought that I was t- hiding this here permanently, but I do think I put it in a stagecoach that, like, looked like it wasn't going anywhere for a while, so that I could come back later okay. and, like, hide it. Perfect. Did he inadvertently put it back on my stagecoach? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Well, you're in jail, so that's my stagecoach now. <laughs> So go ahead and uh, give your die away. Oh, uh, let's see. Who do I want to give it to? Uh, I'll give my die to Theodore. I think we lost you again. Uh, he said Theodore, which would be me. Oh, uh, okay, here. cool. Then I just didn't hear it. You Good would night. say that, wouldn't you? Just kidding, I heard it too, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Uh, all right, Gertrude, do you want to set up a resolve? Um, I will also resolve 
Okay. So if we're setting it up, like my, my initial gut is to say, I want to see, um, I want to see you as a patient to the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse. Sounds good. I was What's kind your of ailment? You- uh, Maybe sin from stealing. <laughs> um i'm gonna say it's sin uh but also um my bum arm which i got while sinning (laughs) and i need it to be fixed because uh, i have to shoot people a lot for my job Mm -hmm. uh but i keep missing and hitting their knees. <laughs> ah. Which is why I threatened Theodore's knee, because I knew that if I aimed for his head, that's where I'd hit. <laughs> <laughs> so you come see... So I think the setup is you come see the Reverend Doctor for your, you know, checkup or, you know, monthly laying of hands. <laughs> that sounds like a sin. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure a sin. <laughs> Of hands. Okay. All right. Um, so I guess I'm going to approach uh, the Reverend then at his, or was it his rectory, um, which is down the, the street from the, the gal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, all right. So I'm going to approach, uh, knock on your office door. Uh, Reverend? I'm Adam Hammersmith. Yes, yes. Come in. How good to see you again. Thank you. Well, I wish it were under better circumstances, but... What plagues you, my dear? It's my arm again. I uh, was lifting um, definitely not crates full of soap, um, and I... uh, nothing. That certainly is an oddly specific thing for it not to be. Well, it definitely was not that, so I just wanted to be clear that it was not a crate full of soap that I may have taken off of a grifter who threatened to kill everyone in the town. Anyway, oh, wow. since it's not that, let's just move on. Um, yes, I yes, of course. hurt my arm, as you know. Um, I know that you said you could heal this, but it's been... This well, is it is not our... ours that does the healing. It is the good Lord himself. I am but a vessel for his ministrations. Well, this is the fifth ministration and our fifth laying of hands. And... I'm no better than I was, you know, five months ago. Well, Since it's a monthly laying of hands. It is, the, the good Lord himself can do anything he so chooses, but it is up to us to find the, the, the miracles amongst ourselves. So you're saying that God or whatever chooses not to heal my bad arm uh, because he likes it when I shoot people in the knee have you asked yourself this have you asked yourself what have you done to earn the healing of the lord well i run the town i keep it safe i stop people from stealing things i send so many telegraphs (laughs) and this is what i get i get a, a faith healer who tells me i have to believe in god more to fix my arm so i can stop shooting people in the knee Awesome. That is that is the way of things. That is that is indeed the way of things. I I'm 
I'm curious, though, if, if I could perhaps understand your ailment a little. Kevin? Did we drop Kevin? Yep. I, I wonder how long it will take for him to notice. There he is. I, I know. Are any of y'all getting anything? There he goes. Oh, he's there gone. He goes. And he's back. And he's back. Boop, boop. <clears throat> hello, hello. Hey, we can hear you. There we really go. Cool. I think my uh, mic got disconnected. I was fiddling with the wire, and uh, don't fiddle with the wire. That's just like lesson learned. Um, what was the last thing y'all heard me saying? Uh, you mentioned something about wanting to know more about my ailments. Oh, yes, yes. You made it very clear that it was not soap you were lifting, which is too bad, because I actually know a few remedies for lifting soap in particular. Um, but what was it you were lifting that, uh, that perhaps I could help you out with? Um, that information is on a need-to-know basis and is above your pay grade, Reverend. Oh, that's, that's too, too bad. But... I will say that I am being a little bit hard on you, and I apologize. I've had a very bad day. I will say that you have cured some of my sin. I feel like a distinct amount of sin has been lifted um, from that is, my... That is good to know. I am, I am very glad to hear it. As I, I do collect quite a bit of uh, sin from amongst our townspeople. Um, so I, I am well in the know of, of what everybody is doing as it were, but, uh, most everyone is willing to, to do the appropriate penance and avoid having to, um, you know, sin further as it were, or be looked down upon in the eyes of our great Lord by, by appropriately penancing themselves for those terrible things they have done. Right. Appropriately penancing. Uh, well, if any of them are breaking the law. Uh, that is something for us to deal with. Um, sounds like you know a great many secrets in this town, Reverend. Oh, no, secrets are not... I mean, people confess to me, as you have as well, and I, I feel like it would be rude to just tell you outright what sort of things uh, might or might not be happening in this here town. Well, Reverend, my arm some hurts. Sort of, some sort of, uh, you know... I can't think of a good synonym for compensation, so I'm just going to say the church needs some new bells, as it were. Reverend, are you bribing me? Not, I, I, I think you have it the other way around, my dear. Oh, I'm supposed to bribe you? If you 
information does come at a cost. And the good Lord says those who help the church will we reap the, the whirlwind. Uh, well, um, I came here to get my arm fixed. Looks like you don't have a fix for that. I, so, Sit down, my dear. I'm happy to, to pray over it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to sit down. Um, Is this going to go well for you or poorly overall? Uh, let's say it goes poorly. Okay. So you're definitely not getting the information you want um, in terms of any crimes happening out in the world. But uh, I think you're also not going to get any healing. So he's going to put his hand on your, your shoulder. It's the wrong shoulder, but he, he doesn't <laughs> actually care. You, you were very clearly indicating the right shoulder, but he puts your hand on your left shoulder and he just, he just stands there for a weirdly long amount of time, not saying anything. I'm just kind of thinking to myself, like, man, I should have brought this guy some soap. He continues not saying anything. Very well, my dear. The Lord will do as he must. He hears what is in our hearts, not as what it, not what is said with our lips. I'm just going to stand up out of the chair and walk away as fast as I can. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So I didn't get healed. Nope. How about that? <laughs> do you? Uh, who are you going to give your dice to? Um. I guess um, I'm going to give it to Emmett for the uh, the shitty wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> Causing problems. All right. So I think it's back to me. Um, I think I am going to set up the scene as well. Um, I think I want to, um, so theoretically Theo's back out of jail at some point in time. Yeah. I'm going to get tired of my face. Yeah. I'm going to grab him and pull him back on. So I want to do, I want to go find Theo, um, almost immediately after. Um, Gertrude tells me that she wasn't lifting soap. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't find him. I send a, an acolyte or something to go find him. I'm not interested in actually leaving the church house if, if I can help it. Um, but I, I have him brought to me. Theodore! Theo! Theo, the uh, good man. Yes, my latest cam is. A, I heard. Is a, I heard. Um, I heard you were you were selling selling some soap out to our our fine sheriff here in this town. Are we alone? Yeah, we're gonna we're alone. We're back in my office. It wasn't soap. <laughs> it it wasn't soap. No, it's just I don't know. Lard. Don't, yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's hardened goat milk. Yeah, it's hardened goat milk. It's spoiled goat milk. It could become cheese. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Expired goat lard. 
Um, yeah. So you were, was that from, was that from our goats? The goats that were coming in on Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, if this is, this is terrible. If she knows you had the goat soap and those goats go missing, don't you think she's going to look for you? No. Oh. No. Not unless. Not no, a... Why? Why no? <laughs> because because she thinks it's soap. Well, what kind of soap does she think it is? Did you tell her Explosive about the goats? Soap. Hmm. Explosive soap. I've never heard such a such a wild thing. <laughs> no. It. If it's if it's if we're gonna go into the chemistry of lie here, <laughs> I'm not interested in all your book learning. I just want to know if I steal these goats, if I'm gonna get the finger pointed back at me. Uh, no, because goats don't have anything. To... Hmm. No. <laughs> you do not seem confident, my good man. Does this go well for me, or does this go poorly? I. I... You know what? That's uh, going to go well. This goes well for me? Mm-hmm. You're a man of God. Everything's great. Everything's great. <laughs> I was going to say no, but... Ashley feels cheated. We should just have a vote. Uh, amongst the two of us? The or three of I... Oh, okay. I um, get to decide, too, and I don't know what to say. I think it goes poorly? Yeah, I want to say think- it goes poorly. But why? If it goes poorly to him, it also goes poorly to me. <laughs> not necessarily. Not if you're the one who uh, like twists the situation to your advantage. Um, okay, we can say that yeah. it goes well for now. Maybe like y'all two okay. come up with a um, a plan to um, maybe intercept the uh, the incoming goat and gold shipment or goat and goat goats and guns. guns. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> so many G words. Yeah. Gal, God. goats, gun, gold. Um Yeah, so y'all could like um you know, make a plan to intercept the um so the we have, shipment. We have your, your stagecoach, right? We yes. we can use that to to ride alongside the train and, and throw the goats off into the stagecoach. How many goats do you think we could fit in your stagecoach? Is the soap uh, still in it? Well, we don't, we're not doing it right now. I'm just, I'm talking it out. I'm discussing a plan. Ah. Uh, I think, I think you can get the whole cargo, which is nine. Nine odd goats? Number. Yeah. How many, how many guns? Uh. With the nine goats. How many do you think? 20, yeah. 27. Okay. Three per, three per goat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I mean. A man can do a lot with these goats, especially if you keep selling this, this goat soap to, uh, to the sheriff, as it were. You cut out the middleman. I think, this yeah. I think we can keep this okay. We can do that. We can totally do okay. that. Yeah. So uh, meet me at your stagecoach at, uh, we'll say, 2 a.m. to get ready on Tuesday. Tuesday at 2. You remember that? <clears throat> okay. Tuesday at 2. Tuesday at 2. 
We're going to go steal some goats and guns. Okay. Okay. But, but like, 2 a.m. in the night, or? Yeah. You got to get early okay. if you want to catch the, uh, catch the, the, the early bird catches the goat, as it says <laughs> in the book, good book. <laughs> the book of the holy? Okay. Okay. That sounds good. I guess that ain't, okay. Yeah. I'll be there. All right, so that's that's going well. So I think my plans are lining up nicely. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give that to you, Theo, for making that work out well for me. <laughs> I conv- yeah, I convinced you that this is going to end out well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not worried about the goat soap thing. It's going to be fine. The book of the book. Uh <laughs> That's great. Okay, I will decide how this thing resolves, and I'm not going to set up the scene. Okay. So <laughs> what are we doing? Um, I want to see... I'm real curious about the, the dying man's last words between you mm-hmm. and um, I... him. Although we could also, if you wanted to, we could jump all the way to Tuesday morning at 2 a.m., oh. So and you discover be, a stagecoach full of soap. Yeah, this could be uh, uh, one of the times that I was arrested. <laughs> yeah. Trying <laughs> uh, to sell him something. Or I was in jail. You don't, you don't get guy. any input. We get to decide. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and decide since you're resolving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we should go ahead and skip forward to when the, the soap is discovered. Okay. So, you want, do we want to be that the day of the robbery? Is that the plan? Yeah. I mean, I think that things are going to go terrible after that and before that also, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's good to jump, jump forward in time. So, yeah, let's do, it. let's do it the day of the robbery. You're at the stagecoach at 2 a.m. Do I find the soap? You find the soap in your stagecoach. Oh, God damn it, I have to get rid of this now. <laughs> <laughs> and so the Reverend walks up. Uh, he's like, ah, so you remembered two at two. Two at two, just like it says in the book of the book. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to pardon I, my accent. It gets stranger when it's early in the morning. I, <laughs> I so put it in the everything calendar. All, everything all ready for our, uh, for our you know, our, uh, our shipment, as it were. <laughs> nudge, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Uh, we we have a problem. What's that? Uh, the cart is full. The full, I'm gonna, full of goats. Would you, would you please look? I'm gonna I'm gonna remove this this uh this tarp and just just look inside the cart. What? What are you? <laughs> what is all this? I don't know. I don't know how the hell the soap showed up again. <laughs> why why is this happening to me? I was trying to get rid of this. Is this gonna go well for you or poorly? Poorly, obviously. So you you want this to go poorly? <laughs> okay. How about um, I have attempted to take a bath with the soap, and at this point, uh, the hot water has emulsified some of the soap a little bit, or the oil, oh. the lard block, and I am oh. just like, my hair is just like stringy, covered in oil. I'm pissed. I'm slippery. <laughs> I twisted my ankle. <laughs> Uh, trying to get out of my bathtub. I'm mostly unslipperied, but I'm oily-haired and pissed, and I'm on my way to the railroad depot. 
but I'm going a little slowly because my ankle's twisted. <laughs> and you can kind of hear me coming. You can kind of hear yeah. it dragging What's, in the dirt. Do you hear that? That sounds like a, like a slippery, angry, hobbling person. <laughs> I think it's hammer time. And, uh... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, what are you? What are you doing with all of her, with all the soap? Why does she know it's uh, here? I don't. I don't know. They arrested and confiscated this from me. I was just trying to get rid of it. It was. Uh, well, you did a piss poor job of getting rid of it. <laughs> you still yeah. have ninety five percent of it at least. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think I'll get arrested again, but for a different reason. Um, so I'm gonna see. Do you want to do you want to try to run away? Let's 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 haul ass. We can get the horses away. Ah, uh, no, we have to get rid of the soap, otherwise the horses won't run. Yeah, if we have all the soap, what are we gonna do to get the goats? Okay, I'm here and I have a giant block of slippery soap, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I am going to pull back my arm and I'm going to just fling it wildly. At somebody's head. I'm going for Theo. And yeah, I'm gonna Theo. yell. That's that's happening. I'm gonna <laughs> yell, Theodore? Is this soap? This doesn't feel like soap, and I know soap. You know, I, I can very clearly see that this is an important discussion to be had between the two of you. So you I'm stop. just going to Yes. Reverend. You're yes, staying Reverend here. Oh, no. This Sorry. is when you write me out. <laughs> I want to know why there is oil in my hair and in my bathtub. I have, I have uh, clearly nothing me, to do with Me too. With How did you, yeah. Me too. How did you get a hold of any of this soap that you, that you didn't buy from me? It's not mine. It wasn't me. Theodore, you were arrested. You are a criminal in the eyes of the law, and I'm the law. I confiscated your soap, and it's mine to do, well, your lard blocks, and it's mine to do with as I please. I was shipping this off in a stagecoach, which I also confiscated from you, uh, to some needy children in the town next door, which is incredibly dirty and disgusting. And I thought if we're going to confiscate all of this goat milk soap from this weird grifter might as well put it to some good use but now i'm just slippery my hair is oily and i'm pissed off and i'm gonna take out my gun i'm so... gonna run oh, okay. <laughs> oh no um i'm going to um yell stop or i'll shoot i i stop i'm not doing anything <laughs> reverend what you stay you there I I'm gonna risk it. I'm gonna keep going. Okay, I'm gonna sh I'm gonna try to shoot, and we're gonna find out. Ooh, she's borking. Um. Oh Jesus, I'm so sorry. Hi, puppy. It's horrible. Every time it's like my heart goes off. Molly, stop. I know you think you're protecting me. Good job. Um, sorry. You, can totally <laughs> well, cut you this. did. You did draw a gun. <laughs> True. She's coming after me. Yeah. Um, just as a note, probably Theodore shouldn't die halfway through. Um, well, he well, can still get shot, though. 
Keep in mind, my not torturing you. <laughs> the Reverend Doctor can heal no. you no, uh, with his monthly you. laying of arms or hands. Um, now, I would like to lay my hands on some arms, but that's the real problem here. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to shoot, and the gun is going to go off. But remember, I have a bad arm, and I cannot actually shoot my target. So um, I'm thinking it probably goes straight for the stagecoach. Oh, so the idea of you winging him. I, if this is going negative for for <laughs> Theodore, you you just get him right in the arm, <laughs> the shoulder. He's got it tough from here on out. All right, who who makes that decision? Do we roll a twenty? No. So this is not a this is not D and D. This is not like if if you say something happens, it happens. So, okay. So you wing me. I fall and I go to jail again. <laughs> Uh, the Reverend Doctor is going to do his absolute best to fade into the woodwork. That's probably a good place to end that scene for now, is, is with Theo getting shot. Okay. So, Theodore, who would you like to give that black dice to? Uh, I'm going to give that back to the person who shot me. There you go. <laughs> All yours, Gertrude. Thank you. Tis a gift. All right, Emmett, what would you like to do? Would you like to set up or resolve? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and set up. Um, All right. And what I want to do is, like, sometime prior to this, mm-hmm. I, w- I want to go visit the Reverend Doctor because I've got okay. some stuff that I need to get off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, my son, what can, I, what can I do for you? Uh, uh, thank you for seeing me so late, Father. Um, the I know his heart is always open. Uh, I've got, I, as you know, I'm a deputy, um, and in this town, normally what that means is I just have to go and do whatever the sheriff tells me to, um, and that's normally just, like, hauling stuff around for her, uh, like, I moved her from one house to another recently. Anyway, um, I just, I just saw this guy die, and it's the first time I've seen anyone die while I've been a deputy. Um, it's a heartening sight indeed, yes. And was it one of my parishioners? Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, oh. I don't know if they were uh, with the faith or not. But um, it was uh, Mr. Jones. He runs the... Well, he had access to a lot of the stuff in the bank. And I'm kind of afraid that his family members are going to come for what's uh, left of his estate. He had this weird scheme where he was shipping guns and goats further east for some reason. Uh, and I obviously I had to I had to come tell somebody about this, but like I just am concerned something is going to like happen that his family is going to like get a hold of his estate or that like whenever it gets into town, something bad's going to happen. And this is between me and you. You're, yeah, no, of course, you're the of only course. person I trust with this information. The, but, the bond between a, a reverend doctor and his, his confessionals is, is sacred, I believe they use the term. It is yeah. unbreakable. But uh, he's, you're saying that his, his family is, <clears throat> is, is looking for these goats that they ship? Or they're, he, they're well, going to come get them? So it's there's a big legal ordeal with like part of his estate. You sort of sign some contracts to get this stuff across, but they think that 
the contract shouldn't go into effect because he died before some legal whatever is happening. But essentially, That's, like the, that is that is absolutely fascinating information for me. Um, what what do you plan to do about it? Are are you going to? I don't. I don't know what to do. I was just kind of hoping I could like. It was kind of miserable to see him like writhing and dying, and then he like told me that he wanted me to make sure that his family got this stuff. But like, it's sitting there, at, or it'll be sitting there in the railroad house pretty soon. And like, I'm just kind of afraid his family is going to come for it instead. Well, it'll I believe be you know you know what to do in this sort of a situation. You know what's best for yourself. Uh, um, are you all cool with this going relatively well for him? Anybody? I was on uh, yeah, I'm good. I don't know if that goes well. No, I I want it to go well, which is to say, I want him to think he's going to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going well okay. in the moment does not necessarily mean going well long term. Then yes, go well. Yeah. So the Reverend Doctor... Daniel J. Milhouse recommends that you do what you know is in your heart, which is fulfill that man's dying wish. Which was to uh, keep those goats, I believe you said it was? It's, Thanks. yeah, like, go, it, he's got a lot of weird property. It's goats and guns. Oh, that is that is quite a weird collection of goats and guns. But no, I'm sure that uh, he will he will know... He will look down upon you from the great beyond and know that you have done well in the eyes of him and our Lord. Thank you. If you could just do me a favor and pray for me on Tuesday at about 4 p.m., that would be amazing. (laughs) That's an oddly specific request, but I'm absolutely happy to do that for you. Thank you, Reverend. All right, so that went pretty well for you. Oh, yeah, I've got uh, the Lord behind me. I know what I'm doing now. Uh, so what are you going to do with that uh, white die? Oh, I'm going to give it to Gertrude. All right. Oh, you like me. You really like me. <laughs> Wait, what happens if you just get no dice? So far, Kevin, you have <laughs> Um. So in the second half, you keep the dice. So I'm going to get at least two. Great. Which will be okay. Didn't I give you one? No, you gave yours to Gertrude. You got one once? Oh, yeah, because you shot me. Yeah. Yeah. That's I why like I gave you two. Yeah. Gifts because you shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. Good. Oh, I, should have given, I should have given that to you because you, you said you wing him. <laughs> In hindsight. That's okay. Gertrude can keep it. I'll be all right. That's right. Don't so, take my dice. Speaking, Gertrude, it is your last round in the first half. Would you like to set up or resolve? Uh, I will set up. Okay. What would you like to set up? Um, I am going to uh, send a <laughs> telegraph to the Reverend Doctor. It is going to say R D. D J M, come to G A O L. <laughs> must speak. Must speak with you. Um, oh, uh, the Reverend Doctor is is quite surprised that uh, you knew 
he had a telegraph in his office. Mm-hmm. Um, most towns only have the one, but he had one installed. Um, he's a little concerned that you knew about it, but uh, he does come <laughs> over as soon as possible. Um, so when, when is this happening after you have shot uh, Theodore? Mm-hmm. Yep, this is, uh, I think, let's, let's come back to real time. Okay. Um, or at least this is, uh, this is very soon after, um, because, yeah. Um, so I want to know why you were with Theodore at the railroad station. Oh, I, I, I help many of my parishioners with their tasks. I, I'm not sure um, that I, I have it within me to be able to break that confidentiality that is made between uh, a reverend doctor and those that he heals. I'm curious um, why the confidentiality as part of your um, esteemed faith healer profession would extend to a railroad depot. That is indeed a fine question, and I'm glad that you asked it. Uh, start launching into uh, a bit of a sermon. So, you know, if you look back in the book of... Uh, Deuteronomus. Thank you. If you look into the book of Deuteronomus, chapter 3, I think you'll find that situations like this are actually pretty straightforward in terms of a liturgical standpoint. I'm listening. No, that's all I had. It was. It, it's pretty straightforward. If you it, do, you have your book with you, the book of the book. Uh, <laughs> I left uh, my book of the book uh, next to the bathtub. Ah, when I wait for a little was, afternoon reading. Well, it was approximately one a.m. Uh, when I took the goat milk soap into my bathtub, um, and happened to uh, fill it up with oil. Yes, um, what a what a strange coincidence, or what a strange circumstance! That man was 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 that his soap that you were using? Does, did did Theodore give that to you? I confiscated that from Theodore uh, when he was arrested uh, for threatening to blow up the town. So I went back to uh, the stagecoach because I was sending it to the next town over as a charitable act, and I wanted to ensure that I was not sending them any. Uh, Questionable materials. So you confiscated his soap and stored it in his stagecoach. You can understand where the confusion came from. That was my stagecoach because I arrested him. So you confiscated the soap and the stagecoach. Because I had reason to believe it was uh, used in the act of committing a crime. Of course, of course. That's uh, Why else would you confiscate something? Uh, Is this going to go well for Gertrude or poorly? Poorly. <laughs> this okay. is not going well for you. Um, so what are you trying to get out of this situation, Gertrude? And we'll make sure that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> um, I was going to see um, if I could um, make a donation to the Reverend Doctor's Church providing, what was it, bells, I believe? Is this Animal <laughs> Crossing or Fiasco? <laughs> no, he's looking for he to buy an actual bell to ring on the hours. <laughs> Have a belfry. That, the belfry that is sadly ring a bell. empty. Okay, so I was wanting to fund the Reverend Doctor's belfry um, <laughs> in hopes that he would give me information about what Theodore was really up to. Ah, ah. Well, that is that is 
certainly something understandable. Well, so my understanding, uh, he, he takes the, the proffered cash. Mr. Mr. Kenyon, as it was, Theodore, as you, as you do very well call him, is actually a, um, a respected company man who sells exactly what is given to him regardless of uh, what's, what's being done. You can see him over there. He's, he's, I believe he's passed out due to blood loss. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure he'll be okay. No, he is, as far as I know, he is completely on the up and up. He is more than happy to sell soaps or goats or anything else that is given to him to, to sell. Okay. So you were at the railroad depot to help him with some business that also happens to be liturgical. So you are unable to share it. With oh, me. Gertrude, I would, I, you've, you've caught me, yes. No, I was, I was also interested in purchasing some of Theodore's fine wares, but uh, when I saw what state they left you in, I was, I was hesitant to admit that my, my fiduciary mistakes that were about to be made, as it were. It's a simple misunderstanding. All right, Reverend Doctor, you've given me no reason to distrust you. Um, so I appreciate your candor in this matter. Um, this is confidential. This is an ongoing investigation. So I appreciate you keeping quiet about what we've discussed here today. Yes. Um, now, if you are looking for, for more particular things, have you heard about this goat thing that's coming into town later this afternoon? Um, what goat thing? Well, your own deputy uh, Emmett was telling me about it just recently, that he is very concerned about these goats and guns being brought into town and chased after by nefarious people. Oh, yes, yes, the goats and guns and the nefarious people who were chasing them. Yes, Emmett has told me all about this. Thank you of so course. much for reminding yes. me. I know, it's very important. I just have to... a lot on my mind uh, lately, what with all the... Um, that you know... seems worth investigating particular. Okay, well, thank you very much for letting me know about it. Um, I will <laughs> uh, look into this further, Reverend. Doctor, cool. excuse me. Um, are we still on for um, a sin healing session and our monthly laying of hands? Every uh, month on the month. Ne next, next, uh, next, next Sunday, I believe. Absolutely, yes. Sounds great, Reverend Doctor. Thank you. <laughs> so, who would you like to give your black dye to? Um, I'm going to give it to you. Um, All right. For thank your you. off the cuff sermon. <laughs> All right, so we are officially halfway through the game. Congrats, we made it. Um, I'm going to do a quick thing in chat so I can find this in the future. Um, if I remember how to do this. Hey, it worked. Um, so now it is time for the tilt which is another handout that I'm going to show you. So much like the, oh, I lost my roll 20 window. Where'd we go? <laughs> er, nope, that's not it. I have too many windows. Um, so now we have half the dice left. And what you're going to do is you're going to roll your dice. Um, and then we're going to do a little bit of math and determine um, some other things that happen in the latter half of the game. 
So uh, go ahead and if you want, highlight your dice. You can drag and drop. Uh, you can you can drag a box over them to select them all at once. Then you can Actually, right click on them and select multi sided and then random side, and that will roll them in the in the actual tabletop area. Does I that can't make sense? To, uh, roll my dice. Uh, so is it drawing a shape like a rectangle um, using the draw so, shape tool, or no? Just using the cursor, you can just okay. um, like drag like you're going to select a bunch of icons. I think you may have to your desktop. But I can't select a dice. Yeah, me neither. Cool. I didn't set that ab- ability, so I'm going to roll everyone's dice for you <laughs> instead of figuring out how to do that. So um, we'll start with Gertrude's dice. There's yours got rolled. We'll do Emmett's. <laughs> Snake eyes. Snake eyes. Don't know if that's good or bad. Theo's not much better. The worst roll in backgammon. That is the worst roll. Yeah, because you didn't even yeah. get doubles. And I got a four on mine. So what we're going to do here is you're going to add up. So if you have multiples of colors, you can just ash at this point. Um, add up all the dice of the same color that you have in front of you. So I have a four. Jason has a two. Uh, Theo, you've got a two black and a white one. And then Ash, you've got seven or eight and five. Mm-hmm. Subtract the smaller number from the bigger number if you have a mixed set. So that would leave... Uh, Theo three. with a one, and you'd have a three, and it's white in the sense that white was the larger number. Mm-hmm. And then I have a four black. So the largest black value, which is my four, and the largest white value, which is your three, get to roll on the tilt table. Ooh. So there's a new handout I'm about to show to everybody, show to everyone, called the tilt table. This is Mayhem. This is very much like the um relationship tables that we built at the very beginning um i've just rolled all the dice in the center and we're going to alternate picking two um broad categories and two specific things on the tilt table that will now show up in the second half of the game okay so i am going to while you're looking at that you can pick our first broad category we have no sixes. Other than that, I think we're okay in terms of the dice we have left. So the, we get to choose from the number on in the middle? Yeah. Cool. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, I'm drawing things, so you can go first. <laughs> You're just, like, sitting there sketching dicks or something. Well, um, I'm, I'm trying to draw rectangles, and it's harder oh. than it looks. <laughs> I'm going to add the tilt values to the table. Um, okay, so I'm going to choose. Uh, I'm going to use the four um, and go for guilt. All right, guilt. Oh, I was in the wrong layer. Can y'all see the two yellow boxes I just drew? Uh, nope. Nope. That's what I thought. I was in the GM overview layer instead of the background layer. One day I'll learn how to use Roll20, but not today. 
I see you one. See those? Yep. Cool. So let's add guilt <clears throat> as our first one. And I'm going to look at our table. That was one of our fours. Uh, what are our options for guilt? A visit from the authorities, betrayed by friends. Someone develops a conscience, greed is to killing, someone panics, or a showdown. Ooh, those are all really good. Um, but I heard someone calling for mayhem earlier, so I'm going to go and make sure we just we determine our other side as mayhem. Cool. So we've got mayhem. Sure. Spelling is hard. So you can either define mayhem or guilt with the remaining dice we have left. I am. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, the three for mayhem. A dangerous animal gets loose. Oh no! I, I'm I'm being sarcastic. It's one of my favorite animal. It's one of my favorite <laughs> options. I have used it multiple times in multiple <laughs> games. It's always a great choice. <laughs> A dangerous animal gets loose, perhaps metaphorical, but probably not. In this case... No, it's definitely a with goat. With the goats and things. So I get to further define guilt. And we do have a two. So I think we're going to get betrayed by friends. So these are um, things that happen in the second half. Betrayed... My friends. Um, these are open to everybody. This is not like something that is tied to a relationship in the same way. So look for an opportunity to make it happen, as it were, in the second half. Second half is structured just like the first half, which is we're going to go around the table. Everybody gets two scenes. Uh, the only difference is this time you keep your dice. So if you decide how it ends or if somebody else decides how it ends, you get to keep those dice um, instead of giving them away. Make sense? Any questions? Mm -hmm. I am. Ooh, I am going to resolve so y'all can set up my first scene. Okay. Dangerous. Goats oh, aren't dangerous. Are they? <laughs> they can be. Are they not? Oh. Are you sure? Armed goats, however. Goats with guns. Hey, Reverend. Because, yeah, goats, they're strapped. Each of them has a shotgun, <laughs> a rifle, and a pistol. Uh, but you as you pointed out, tried to steal nobody's anything yet, tried right? to steal anything yet. Although the Reverend has certainly been moving pieces around. Yeah, nothing... Yeah. This is like a goofy version of uh, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. You're not wrong. <laughs> I had Mr. Pink. I was shot. Yeah. Yeah, so we left we left Theo shot, which is interesting. But what do you want to set up for my uh, my second to last scene? Roth, I'm sorry, did you mean to rhyme your D D character name with your fiasco character name? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> 
Tío en tío. Um, so it sounded like you had an idea. You said okay, and it sounded very authoritative, so. Who? You. I don't. No. Okay. No, don't don't put me in the spot like that. Sorry, I just I had interrupted you and I thought that you'd had a plan. I wanted to give I, you a chance I to I think explain. that the Reverend should make a push to like get this stuff stolen. Oh yeah, good point. Okay. So what does that look like? Well, because you've, you've well, so uh, I think you've already seated that. Uh, it seems like you're already arranging something around the the theft, like arranging mm-hmm. for parties to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think maybe you're trying to figure out maybe how you're going to once all that mayhem is going down, then uh, move forward and obtain the goods. Oh my god. I, um... Yeah. I agree with that. I think that it's pretty clear that maybe you've been expecting uh, the shipment of the goats, and you've been wanting to uh, turn that towards some nefarious purposes of your own. Um, yeah, absolutely. Train oh both Theo and Gertrude the Rude. <laughs> Yes. Um, so where where are we actually located for this park? Like where? I think this should we... probably be at the railroad depot. Okay. At the depot. Um, so I'm at the depot. I'm probably getting there a little bit earlier than everybody else does. My original plan was to steal them uh, off the train itself, but that doesn't seem likely at this point. What with the stagecoach being. Uh, confiscated by the sheriff of the town. Um, mm-hmm. Again, so, with the soap. So is anyone else there? So I'm, I'm sneaking around the this railroad station, trying to find some way to like, find a way of diverting the goats, or stopping the train early. Uh, I'm looking for anything, because everything's kind of falling off the rails as it is. I was going to say, I haven't actually gotten the chance to talk to Emmett yet about this, so I actually wouldn't know anything about this yet. <laughs> well, theoretically, you could. That happened off screen. We don't have yeah. to. We could just have had that happen. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So I would say that I am not there, um, but am probably going to be on my way. All right. Um, so I'm I'm standing on the platform, like just kind of like... Like looking, like not suspicious, but like looking around, like looking under benches, like trying to find somewhere that I can theoretically hide nine goats and their 27 guns and just not having a lot of success. Uh, when I come across the um, still prone body of Theodore near his stagecoach. <laughs> oh my God, has he been there the whole time? He's been there for a while, I suspect. Oh no, why didn't we take him to a doctor? I don't know, you shot him. He is the doctor. <laughs> I am the doctor. <laughs> the doctor of the town. Um, Theodore, stop lazing about. <laughs> Get 
Shut up, my good man. The Lord has work for you yet. Do you have whiskey? Well, of course. We're not Baptists, after all. I pull out a flask. I'm going to have a sip, and I'm going to pour some on the wound. Fair enough. Stop yeah. lollygagging there. Give that back. I'll waste it. <laughs> um, I pull you up onto your arms. Now, it's not too late to make this plan go through. We've got the goats, but they're coming here instead of being waylaid because of your stagecoach being confiscated. Again? I mean, I think it's still confiscated. It hasn't moved for the last two weeks. I don't know what's keeping us from actually moving it at this point. The 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 soap. That's not soap. Oh, I yeah. don't think it'll move. Do we have any horses with that, actually? Uh, do you have any horses for your stagecoach, Theo? I, I did. Were they there? <laughs> you tell me. Uh, I didn't see. I was getting shot. I was busy. Oh, no. uh, I didn't see any horses either, so I think we, uh, we just leave the stagecoach out of it at this point. Okay. Let's, let's do that. Uh, leave the horses. We don't know where they are, but I need to find a place to hide these goats when they come into town. Find a place to hide the goats when they come into town. Well, they're coming to this to this depot, and we need if we're going to if we're going to do something with these goats, like I don't know, make money. We need to be able to get <clears throat> make sure nobody else sees that we have them. Hmm. We could. We could. This city's so small, though. There's only a jail, a church, and the. And the the phone place, the telegraph, the telegraph office. I think <laughs> that's where we hide it. <laughs> no one ever sends yeah, telegraphs in there. All right, so I have shown my oh, way to oh, send oh, a wait, 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 wait. We could we could hide this in the church. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, no, we could we could put some goats in the church. Yeah, uh, we'd have to shut. We'd have to close the doors. And you know what I always say. The, Closed doors to a church are a bad thing. <laughs> Probably Not a great saying I'll give it to you. What about your office? Circumstances. No, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, this is gonna go well for the for the, the Reverend Doctor. I'm choosing that. Um I've got it. So we just got a sizable donation for a new bell in the belfry. We'll have to temporarily close for repairs. Great idea. I'll go make some signs. Let every you know make sure it's it's well documented that we're closed for putting the new bell in something to celebrate with the church. I need you to stay here at the platform, and as soon as those goats show up, bring them directly to the church. Okay, All right, wonderful. I think that's a good end to the scene because I've now left Jason. You're not saying, excuse me, Emmett, Theodore, and Gertrude all heading towards the platform while I am safely back in my church. Mm-hmm. I call oh, that a positive platform so far. Have you taken the goats with you back to the church? They're not here yet. Okay. I'm, I'm expecting Theo to bring them so that if someone gets caught stealing the goats, it's not me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. All right. Well, I am on my way. All right. Okay. Theodore, would you like to set up a resolve? 
I think I will resolve. Okay. So we get to set up. Um, I want to see you explain why you're while you're. I think we jump to the goats arriving. I think it's time for that. So you're at the platform. The engineer has just stopped the train. It's like three cars long. It's you know, engine, cargo car, caboose. And he just opens the door on the cargo card, and there's nine goats there. And just a stack of guns. And guns. And guns, yeah. Uh, I will... Also, Gertrude arrives. Oh, yeah. I will say, uh, well, uh, thank you for the shipment. You know, I'm a company man. I'll I'll, I'll use the the little thing there, the, the attire that I have. Uh, been waiting for this, laboring the entire day. Uh, I have a, finally put the, finally got the storage. Let me, I'll, I'll take this off your hand. Thank you very much, Mr. Engineer. And I am walking up, um, and you hear me practicing my telegraph under my breath, and I'm saying, Quinoa Switchblade Sheriff's Department. No longer have soap. Turned out to be block of fat. Uh, we'll send more details later. Uh, need shampoo. Do you have source? Okay. And uh, what is going on here? Uh, doing my job, ma'am. Doing my job. For once. Doing my job. Uh, that's the engineer. Oh. <laughs> or is that Theodore? <laughs> I think that's Theodore. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I was just going to say, I'm probably also there making sure that the shipment goes and it doesn't uh, go to the company. Get intercepted. Oh, yeah. I was actually away while you were having your confession with the Reverend Doctor. So I'm not actually sure. I just know that it involves something about the family potentially showing up. Um, from some dude who died. Oh. So I actually missed that, if anybody wants to fill me in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so Emmett told the Reverend, basically, that um, uh, a man died and told him that his family was coming to steal his goats, a.k.a. these goats that were coming on the train. And I told Emmett that he should go protect those goats and be the hero he always knew he would be and make sure they don't fall into nefarious hands. And also the guns, I guess. Oh, man. Poor Emmett. Just getting battered around. Okay. <laughs> I say battered. Goats. Get it? Yeah. Sort of. Anyway. <laughs> sort of the wrong animal, but they have horns. And Anyway. Um, okay. So that makes more sense now. All right. Okay. And what exactly is your job? Because from where I'm standing, it looks like you're a criminal. You know what the hammersmiths do with criminals? Shoot them in the kneecap? Uh, actually, yeah, that's pretty much it. I know. That's exactly what we do. I know, but I'm not, I'm just doing my job. I work for the company, you know that. It looks to me like you've smuggled in some guns to my town. On these goats. (laughs) Wait, I was going to resolve this. Yeah, um, it was going to go well for me. 
Okay. It's going to go well for you. It is. Oh, it is. It is going well for you. It's going to go well for you. It's going to go well for me. Okay. In the moment. In this moment, yes, of course. (laughs) I am doing my job. Rude. Uh, I'm doing my job. If you don't want, there's a destiny. Let me let me say if I find the manifest for this, engineer. Where's the manifest? Yeah, when you find the manifest, you let me know. I have a very important telegraph to send. This, this what you go send your telegraph. That's your job. Don't tell me what my job is, criminal. I'm gonna go <laughs> into the telegraph office and I'm gonna start typing out this uh this telegraph. Uh, I think oh, I think that's plenty of a resolution. Like you got rid of her. She's sending a telegraph. Yeah. Okay. I'll do. I'll just kind of. I'm just gonna go into the cart with the where where the goats are, and I'm gonna try to solve the problem that I have in my hands now. <laughs> yeah, you got some goats. Goats. Bring them to the church. I'll bring. I'll, yeah. I'll. I'll get all the goats. You know, lined up. <laughs> three at a time. Three three rows of goats and three. Right. You know, make a block. Put the guns in between the goats. <laughs> so let's let's end it there. You've got you've got your pack of goats. End yeah, it. all right. Like to set up or resolve your scene. Oh, sorry. Uh, I will resolve. Okay. Um. So, Emmett, I think we find you with Theodore. Like on his way to the church with his rows of goats and guns. Yeah, because it's got to. Sorry, get can we there. take just like thirty seconds? Yeah, you can keep talking, but I'll probably ask what happened when I come back. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we can wait thirty seconds. Yeah, we can wait thirty seconds. Uh, yeah, I can use this time to stare at the dog that's here. Oh, you got a dog there? That's nice. My She's... cat left me. She was sitting with me, but then she went away. She got bored. Felicity, no. Yeah. That's the story of the animals. Laverne is actually nearby. Surprise. Ooh. Hi, Laverne. Yeah. The... If I'm not, like, in the couch, she's not around. Mm. Ever. Or it's, it's she's hanging out on the couch or the bed. So, and I'm the office boy. You don't post much Felicity. Enough. Okay. (laughs) I will try and take more pictures. I'm getting a new iPhone on Friday, so I'll have portrait mode. I will take lots of portrait mode photos of my cat. Wonderful. That's that's all I do. I just request pictures of other people's cats. (laughs) Like I do that to everybody I know. Yeah, I, I like dogs too, Jason. What's up? I like dogs too. Oh, I've got some photos of Flynn. Pretty yeah. good. We mostly just post pictures of our cats in the Cat Slack channel, which is how we know who everybody else's cats are. Oh, see, I'm in the dog Slack channel. Yeah, you would be. On account of your dog. Having a dog, yeah. Are y'all talking about the dog Slack dog channel? Bully. Yeah. yeah. Dog people in your activities. I heard the dog Slack channel had a lot of drama going on. So yeah, I, I told you that. Yeah, it that's, was, that's how I heard it. Kind of, it was kind of wild. Like it's yeah, are you talking about the um the ear cropping thing? 
that and the the like just general being rude to people thing. Yeah, people are super rude in there. I was like, man, I'm just gonna make pets, and it's basically <laughs> just all the same people from cats, uh, but the people who want to post multiple types of pets. Oh, I should join that channel. Chickens, for instance. Yeah. Yep. For sure. All right, so I think we were setting up um, Emmett's scene, which I, I he's trying to protect the goats from people stealing them. And I'm going with this clearly fine company man to go, uh, I guess, yeah, you, deliver So you them. find him and the goats, the goats with the guns in, like, pouches, I'm guessing? Each goat's got a pouch full of guns? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You can, um, you can get the guns back. The, the, the goats back. So you find him in the, in the streets. That's, I think that's your setup. Cool. Uh, so if you'll just go ahead and uh, direct me over to wherever these need to be stored. Um, do the guns and the goats, are they going separate places or the same place? What 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 guns? They they there are no guns here. Oh well, I had heard from uh, uh, Mr. Jones that he would be sending a shipment of guns and goats. Were those not going to the same place? They they are. Yeah, I'm taking them right that right there right now. But the, the goats are just going in first. They're, they're, there's nothing else here. It's cool. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, I guess later I'll have to let the sheriff know because you know, no, we normally keep an eye on arms when there's like arms transportation going. Sort of thought I was going to be here for the guns portion of it, but yeah, let's take the goats. Is this going to go well for Emmett or poorly? Oh, not good. I'm going to say poorly. Well, he gets to decide. We said, uh, "Oh, so yeah, that's the right." Answer I'm sorry. is bad. It's not going to go well. It's not going well. <laughs> here, let me give you another one. To go with your other two. <laughs> it's not going to go well. <laughs> so what does that look like? What is not going well at this point? Oh, I think that not going well is probably helping out with an arms delivery, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you help him escort the goats to the church? Oh, yeah. And I'm even, like, grabbing the saddles, which I, like, don't actually... I never verified what's in there. And I'm just, yeah. like, being extremely helpful, like, wriggling the, the goats in and then, like, handing the bags of guns over. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, giving like people... Bed scene. Yeah, and I'm, like, giving people, like, firm handshakes, so I'm like, man, I've really made a difference today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kept that awful family away from these goats. It's so good. Gertrude, would you like to set up a resolve? Um, I'm feeling a little kind of out of it, so I will uh, resolve let you guys come up with something. Okay. Um, so, Gertrude, you know that there was something strange going on with uh, Emmett and the goats. And the reverend was hinting at something, but he was very obtuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you spite of my bill payment, when you leave the um, sending your telegram to the uh, the nearby town of um, 
Uh, it was Quinoa Switchblade. Quinoa Switchblade, thank you. Um, what you see is Emmett helping Theodore, known criminal, escort all of these goats into a church. Mm-hmm. That's that's I think that's the setup. As you see that, yeah. Does anyone have ideas? I feel like I've been setting up everybody's scenes for them. I'm not actually. No, sorry, <laughs> Emmett and Theodore. Do y'all have have ideas? No, I. I well, like you're just following the story. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, unless uh, you want to jump. I mean, we could jump forward. We could come at it from another angle. We could. Oh, ooh, I do have a new angle. The um. The Jones family shows up. Also, I hope they've been the Joneses this whole time. The Joneses? Uh. Yeah, they definitely were the Joneses. Probably. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they probably show up. So the Joneses show up at... We're going we're gonna to change this a little bit, if this makes sense. Please tell me to change it if it doesn't. The Joneses show up um, at the train station expecting to find their goats, and all they find instead... <laughs> Is a departed train and the sheriff leaving the telegraph office? Sounds good to me. All right. So I get to decide if this goes poorly or well. So, does someone want to pretend to be a Joneses for a moment? Act out our third. I can be a Jones. Do it. I'll be Rick Jones. So, uh, You're gonna be Rick Jones. Yeah, I'm Rick Jones. Okay. Uh, and I'm, right, I'm gonna I'm say glad. this goes poorly for me. Okay. <laughs> Great. I'm glad we'll get that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> so Rick Jones is arriving, uh, and sees you coming out of the office, and like is immediately on you, like very close, no personal space, and it's just like, what is going on here? Where, where are the goats? Uh. I'm going to turn around very slowly to face this person. And I'm going to say, did, uh, did you just call me, a, I'm sorry, a goat? Did you just call no, me a goat? The, no, the, there was a shipment of goats and guns that my dad had sent over here and we were supposed to be receiving at this depot. And it's gone. There's no train. Do you know where they're at? See, that was good. That's what we call using your word. Um, I w- had a vague awareness that um, a shipment of goats was coming in, but that was um, nothing that I was dealing with. Um, I'm just here to send telegraphs. What do you, you, what do you mean there was nothing? That, we literally pay taxes so that you will deal with that. Like, that's the whole reason that every month we have to sell off, like, four of our goats is to pay for your You salary. pay taxes? I yeah. Are we not supposed to be paying taxes? I've never collected taxes. Who's asking you to <laughs> pay taxes? I, there's the guy that is always outside of your office, and he's just like, uh, has that little collection pail, and every it told us every month we just have to come by <laughs> and drop the money in the pail. Yeah, we cut to a collection pail sitting in the office of the Reverend Doctor Daniel J. Milhouse. <laughs> okay, I have to clarify. When you say outside of my office, are you talking about the building 
that says J-A-I-L, or are you referring to the building that says J-A-O-L? Because that one is mine. The old jailhouse uh, is now occupied by the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse, who is an instrument of God and has miraculous healing powers. No, I'm talking there. I'm talking about, I went to the place, I talked to your, your deputy, uh, and I was going to go in there to solve like a, a matter of theft. Went it by, and there was somebody outside of the, your office that was collecting money for taxes. So I'm sitting here paying taxes for you to keep everything safe around here, and there's nothing? You're not watching people's shipments? You're just in here like sending telegraphs? Are you sending them to like your prison well- family? I send telegraphs to the town over to warn them about crime in the city. Like, we just had this um, nefarious thief uh, who was selling goat lard as soap and the other really awful crimes committed in this town, like um, noises, making noises. Um, But I report all of that to the next town over, Quinoa Switchblade. And I keep the townspeople safe, and I, it's a volunteer position. I inherited this position from my family, the Kentuckians, uh, known as the Hammersmiths. Um, I'm the third of my name, and I don't get paid for this, so I don't know who you've been paying, and I also don't know why you're paying them in goats. Well, no, we sell, we sell, we liquidate, okay, we don't liquidate the goats. You probably <laughs> won't understand what I mean when you, I say that. We sell the goats, and then we get... I'm anyway, sorry, did you just fine. insult if my I... intelligence? I know how to liquidate goats. I'm from Kentucky. It's fine. You know what? It's fine. This is a volunteer position, and I'm going to go talk to my family, and I'm sure we're about to well, have a bunch of volunteers. For who's this your family? The Joneses. I don't know We've who been the paid. fuck you are. Are you even from this town? <laughs> are you from Ozar? I, I think that... I think that uh, Rick Jones just like leaves and is like going. Okay. To talk Are to you the sure that you're not from Barley Tattoo? Because that's a completely different town. People get us confused. Okay, you're gone. Fine. I'm just gonna turn on and go home. <laughs> yeah, I'm real concerned about the uh, the later appearances of the Joneses. It's fine. All right. Yeah, I can't fine. keep up with that guy. The Jones. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I want to set up. Oh my god! <laughs> I want to set up my final scene because I think I know what I want to happen now. Okay. Um, so y'all get to decide if this is going to go well or poorly for me as we go. But I think the final scene is the Reverend Doctor Daniel J. Milhouse um, has barricaded the doors of his church, and it is now full of goats. And he is slowly realizing <laughs> he doesn't actually know what to do with the goats. But they're his now, um, and outside there is an angry mob of the Joneses. <laughs> so they, they, found, the right they place. found the right place, and they are demanding the return of the goats. But the Reverend Doctor has decided that this is his make-or-break moment in the eyes of the Lord. And he is holding out hope that a miracle happens um, instead of these goats eating his pews. Um, So he has got all of the guns he has collected from the goats. He has locked himself in. Um, 
And meanwhile, there everyone else is outside. Uh, so who else wants to be a Jones so during this scene? The, I think the crowd is, that is gathered is large enough in my setup that um, everyone in town is basically there at this point. So Theo's there, Emmett's there, Gertrude has shown up to see what all the fuss was about. I'm kicking off this climax. <laughs> all right, I'm there. I've got my gun. I got 27 of them. Yeah. You took them off the goats already? Well, yeah, with the help of your deputy. Yeah. God damn it, Emmett. Yeah, Theo, are you in the church with me? Are you helping I'm... barricade the doors? Yeah! All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, for... Let's... yeah it's not... It seemed like there's a uh, like there's a weird disturbance outside, so I've got to keep the reverend safe. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. I wonder why. I actually couldn't hear you. You cut out. Me? Uh, like... No, Jason. Oh, I'm I'm gonna help the Reverend board up everything because, like, clearly some mob is coming for the church. All right. <clears throat> it's the. Uh, I think it's the Joneses, the ones you were telling me about, Emmett. <laughs> they're coming to stand. Yeah, I heard they don't belong to them. Yeah, those those goats belong to the company, which I guess is here for some reason. Yeah, Theo, he works for the company. He's a good old company man. How's that arm treating you, Theo? I don't know. Oh, I'll have to apologize for arresting him earlier. Uh, so uh, I, listen, I have had a long history of work. I understand that we had our differences. But the mob outside seems to be more inclined towards heresy. This is an inquisition. Do they look Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I oh. play Dragon Age Inquisition, and it is mostly full of white people. Yeah. And uh, uh, people with horns, but that's mainly it. Unrelated. Is yeah. this going to go well or go poorly? Did we decide. Yeah, I, I think go? it goes well, but I'm up to <laughs> alternate interpretations. I want this to go very poorly for somebody. What's well, so specifically for the I, reverend? Um, I if I want it to go well, I'll I'll concede to your, I'll defer to your judgment. Wait, uh, but if it goes if it goes well for the reverend, we can lead into mayhem. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's say it goes well for the Reverend. All right, so what does going well entail at this point? Uh, let's let a goat out. Well, so I think. Wait, why would that make things go well for him? I think going uh, well for the Reverend it, might be like. There's, first of all, going to be a lot of insurance payments coming up. Uh,. But also, I, th I think maybe we solve your goat problem during this, and you're left with guns. So, so, I, so as, as a concession to the, the angry mob out there, I will release a few of these goats to show, as a measure of goodwill, knowing that I am working to a solution that helps everybody. So we kind of crack open the door and just shove a couple of goats out. And I'll, I'll slap the butt of a goat while it's coming out, so it just like, goes ramming into the mob. Yeah. All right. 
Just. I like that you just like simulated smacking a goat on the ass. I think that's like my favorite part of this whole game. <laughs> um, I'm sorry if that was too graphic. It's fine. <laughs> All right, Theodore, do you want to set up or resolve your final scene? My final scene? Well, <laughs> I've, I've done a pretty good setup, haven't I? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Uh, I will resolve this. Okay. So I think I will resolve the scene. So what, do, what do you think we should do for setup? Um, I would have more, um, I guess, of an idea if I had any idea what was actually going on in general. <laughs> I have so no have, idea what the fuck. We've got a mob of people outside demanding the goats and guns back. We've got the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse, Theodore, and Emmett all inside the church boarding it up. Uh, apparently it's full of goats, except for the couple they've left out. Um, I'm not entirely sure what Gertrude's up to at the moment. Uh, so I would be coming around by now due to disturbance. Um, a few concerned citizens reported <laughs> a goat getting let loose upon a mob. Uh, is Theodore, like, getting paid? Like, are you splitting things with him? Uh, as far as he knows. I think I think maybe y'all should have that. Can y'all discussion. give me just a second? There seems to be some logistical issues surrounding my borker. Oh no, sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, one sec. Let's wait for the borker. Meanwhile, I'm gonna look at cats on the internet. No oh, no. Uh, this dog is chewing its bone, but also like looking at me, and it won't blink, and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> oh, I'm going to finish my laundry. There's like. An amount of screaming children outside that I've never heard before. Like, it sounds like Roller Coaster Tycoon is playing in the background. I, I have not, I've not heard a single peep from your neighbors. It, yeah. This microphone must be pretty good because I, it's loud. Like I can hear the bass. I can hear more than one <laughs> screaming child. <laughs> good job. Did they release the goat mob in there? No, but I do think they have a bounce house. I'll have to go check that out. Well, what? not like to Free go. Bounce house. Oh, geez. I am back. Well, you still have to wait for a sec because I'm doing laundry. Oh, <laughs> I'm just moving stuff from the washer to the dryer. It's not a big deal. So it's, it is Googled... supposed to be my last scene. So yeah, I just I googled uh, cats who got stung by bees. And, I love oh, beast on kitties. I feel so sad for these swollen kitties. They're all with so like swollen. the paws are like six times the size. Yeah. Oh. But they're so cute. Poor kitties. They look so sad. I googled just cats, but one of the links was cats who got stung by bees. And <laughs> thanks, the internet. 
I like that you're Googling cats. So, so Raphael said he was going to look at cat photos before he started doing laundry. And I decided to do the same thing. Sorry, Why? I should have clarified that my logistical borking issues would only take like 30 seconds to resolve. <laughs> it's okay. We'll be all right. <laughs> okay, yes. I am done. So right. what is the setup? Uh, oh, um, I'm on my way uh, to uh, figure out what's going on with this mob. Uh, was anybody I, playing the Joneses or? Well, I I think that if this is uh, the last scene, we should find out if you're actually getting paid for this. Also, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I should find out. Yeah. So okay, uh, I'll turn to the Reverend. So uh, we just got rid of a large chunk of our paycheck. Um. What were we going to do with the goats anyway? This was your idea. Hmm? Yeah, because, you know, whenever I bring a scam, you're the one who unravels it. <laughs> oh, crap. The... <laughs> the deputy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just... Yeah, we're having this discussion <laughs> and Emmett is just sitting in the room. <laughs> I, I keep doing this in front of him. <laughs> Were we supposed just... to sell the goats? Was that the plan? I thought we were turning them into goat butter or milk or soap <laughs> or something. It's very confusing what you do with the goats. Yeah. The soap was just me trying to appease the Jonases. That's how I got the information. The old man was dying. Uh, and I was there trying to get merchandise to sell for the company. And uh, I overheard the conversation that they were doing this shipment. I don't know. Yeah, I, I want. I want to know how I'm going to get paid now. This is this is all for nothing. I've been to jail several times. I've been shot. <laughs> is this going to go well for you or poorly? Poorly. Okay. So this is going to go poorly. Um, this is this is how you're going to get paid. And the Reverend Doctor. Uh, pulls out a gun, one of the many guns that have been brought to you by him, and says, I'm tired of your stuff. You bring me goats? We were supposed to get a shipment of gold, but you had to move the timeline around. I'm going to give you two choices. I'm going to give you one choice. <laughs> okay. I'm running out of things to think of. Uh, you know what? You can, uh, here's your two choices. You can get shot again, or you can leave my church while I figure out what to do with these guns and tell the sheriff about all of your crimes of stealing these goats and guns and leave my name out of it. Can I take some of the guns? You may not. What is Emmett's response to all of this? Uh... I think just visual confusion. Um, <laughs> but but also, like, they see if the guns actually were there, and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Am I just, like, outside trying to appease the crowd or, like, chasing the wayward goats, or? I don't know. What are you doing, Gertrude? We'll get to you in your last scene. We'll oh, okay. There yet. Soon. Sorry, I thought I was on my way, so I thought y'all had something for me to do. I... I can wait. It's fine. I don't think we did. <laughs> okay. I think we meant to. 
Um, so Theodore, I think you're going to be forced out at gunpoint. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run away. <laughs> I'm just gonna run away again, but but not from the front door. You're gonna run out the back. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the rest of the goat exit. <laughs> Goats only. All right, Emmett, would you like to set up a resolve? Uh, okay. Now, I I realize we have very limited choices, but I still want to resolve. Final die is always wild, so this one will go positive for you, but the um, last die that we'll give to Gertrude will be could be black or white. So, do you want to resolve? Yeah, I'll still resolve. All right, Emmett. I think, uh, does anyone have, have an idea before I suggest things? I've been over-suggesting this time. No, no, I'm, I'm taking cues from you because I've never played before, so it okay. makes sense to me that you would have all the ideas. Uh, I, mean, I think that in the, um, as the goats ran out, Gertrude saw you inside the barricaded church, and she's going to start yelling at you from inside trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Am I supposed to yell now? If you want. Hey. Hey, what's up? And I'm like still just like boarding stuff up. <laughs> um, why are you boarding stuff up? Uh, I don't know. There's like an there's an angry crowd outside, and then the Reverend pulled a gun, and I don't I don't exactly <laughs> know what I'm doing. Wait, aren't we outside? Or <laughs> oh, wait, are are we outside? I think you're inside. I think y'all are at a window that he's boarding yeah. up. As we're oh, okay. I, well, I'm boarding the window up, like, over her face. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I don't know if you noticed, but there's an angry crowd out here. They are, I think they're members of the Jones family. Did they even fucking live here? I've, like, never met these people. I don't know who these people they're, are. I don't know. They're, like, related to Mr. Jones from the bank, and he didn't want them to get the the goats, or he did want them to get the goats. All I know that's for sure is we're protecting the church. Why are you protecting the church? Because that's where God lives. <laughs> okay. The Reverend Doctor calls up, damn right, it's where God lives! Thank you, Okay, Rev. but I'm the sheriff, and I live in the town, and I protect the town where the church is, so... I protect God. I am God's protector. Do you work for I, me or for, for Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse? Because from where I'm standing, which is outside of the fucking church, being boarded up in my face, it looks like you're working for him. I mean, it's look- The Reverend calls out. I'm going to pull out my yeah. gun, and I'm going uh, to <laughs> aim it. At- do you ever even holster it? Uh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna pull out my gun and be like, be like, are you the person protecting this town? I I'm am over, the person protecting here. this town. You're the one boarding up a church against an angry mob and goats. Why the fuck do you have goats, Emmett? Whose goats I don't are these? Have the goats. I don't have the goats. These are Theo's goats or God's goats or something. One of but these. One thing that I know. One of these Jones people confronted me yesterday. They came up, they called me a goat, and then they said that they were expecting a shipment of goats. And I don't know what you've been involved with, but the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Daniel J. Fucking goddammit told me that <laughs> you were involved in something with goats. The Reverend calls out, don't take my name in vain. Shut up! 
You're not my boss. Yeah, I, I. You're not my supervisor. My dog. Help. No one can help me. This dog. Hold on a second. <laughs> this dog is trying to jump up on my face. I don't. Can your dog hear us? No, I have headphones on. Although the dog is very interested in the laptop. Although I'm going to move <laughs> to the office real quick. The dog, okay. The dog cannot follow. Just kidding. The dog can't follow. Bye, bye, bye. Oh no. All right. Well, I'm I'm at a standing place where he can't get to my face. Uh, <laughs> I think that uh, I think that uh, Emmett is just insisting that like he's clearly doing the right thing because he's protecting the Lord, and you're out there with like an angry mob protecting them. Emmett, you are a fucking coward. This is going well for Emmett. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. He's got the righteous... He's righteous... (laughs) (laughs) Well, and Indignation, there's the word. (laughs) Yeah, and I I don't think that the... the, Like, I don't think anyone's getting to him right now. I think he's doing the right thing. He's confident in his choices. That's right. All right. Gertrude, would you like to set up or resolve your final scene? Um, I'll resolve. Okay. So, I think, Gertrude, for your final scene, um, having been betrayed by your friend Emmett Curtis, Damn um, it, Emmett. You're not sure exactly what you should be doing, but the mob is very sure what they should be doing. And they decide what they should be doing is lighting this church on fire. Because if they're not going to get their goats back, nobody is. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Do you just let them? So I'm actually going to say, y'all know what? Can y'all grab those goats? I'm going to wrangle up a couple of the goats, and we're going to go grab that stagecoach full of explosive goat lard. (laughs) Um, And we are going to drag it back to uh, the church. I'm going to kind of push in the back with my bad uh, leg, uh, my bad arm. But I really want this to work, so I'm helping these goats, and we're headed back to the church. I know I'm the sheriff here. That man is trying to usurp uh, my, my throne. <laughs> that guy's trying to be the sheriff. I'm the sheriff. He's trying to be the sheriff, and he's not. He did not inherit this position from the Smiths <laughs> like I did. So are you calling this a positive resolution for yourself, Gertrude? I am. Burning right. people? <laughs> Does it actually so do you, work? Do you light the church on fire? Send it up in a blaze. Isn't oil pretty flammable? It's oh. real flammable. Yeah, that's what it's I thought. Real flammable. <laughs> flammable or combustible? Let's... One of those. The flash point is used as a dividing line between when a liquid is considered flammable or combustible. They are not, cooking no, oils are not flammable. Uh, but they can burn very intensely. So there you go. Okay. So they they are good for setting things on fire, assuming you have an external source of flame. If I shoot it enough, will it set on fire? Well, let's find out. You start shooting it. And I think that's probably a good place to prep us for the aftermath. 
so the think of the aftermath as a um, epilogue of sort of what your character is going to be like. So we're going to go around. Um, this is we're going to do this a little bit more freeform than it is in the formal game, just because we're not at the table and it's meant to be done like at a table. Um, so we're going to uh, reroll all of our dice just like we did at the tilt, and by that I mean I'm going to reroll all of your dice for you. Um, we have odd numbers. Dice. That's okay. Uh, random. Okay. We'll do Emmett's here. Random. We'll do Gertrude's. Random. And then my three little dice. Random. Cool. So the same thing. Subtract your um, the higher number from the smaller number. Um, so, for example, uh, Emmett, you got 12 black, just looking at yours right there. You, you didn't roll mine. No. Oh, that's weird. Let me roll them. Yeah, you rolled three sets, and there's four sets. Yep. Uh, wait, I think one of those is yours. I didn't. Mm. Uh, did you roll, looks like you didn't roll um, the ones under Emmett. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, you didn't roll somebody's. Yeah, because I'm just looking at the numbers. Because, uh, yeah, he should, there should be three there. So, well, No, I did roll those because he had all ones. How did that not show up? They were all rolled, yeah. Yeah. I think they were all rolled. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, subtract your smaller number from your bigger number. And then uh, you can look with me at the aftermath table that I just showed to everybody. So, for example, my final number is a white five. And you then look at the aftermath table and see if you have white high or black high, what your final result is. So for a white five, my answer is miserable. You are humiliated in a big public way, and whatever reputation you once had is now in dirty pieces all around you. You never think of these days without a shudder of horror at your own aggressive stupidity. So I'm going to use that as a, as a starting point to sort of think about, like, if we're doing the closing montage of, like, what happens to the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse, um, and then I'm going to share that with the group in just a moment. So let's go around. Um, Theodore, what was your total? Okay. Uh, my total right, was two, two white. Merciless. Yeah, uh, that read that out for us. <laughs> You might not be dead on the outside, but you sure as hell are dead on the inside. The emotional or mental wounds that you have suffered will never heal. The future <laughs> is a brick wall. So, Emmett, what did you get? Wow. Uh, it, it looks like look I've like got, got black, black 12, 12 here. Which means I've got pretty good. Uh, all things considered, you're coming out of this smelling like a rose. You're a little better off. Maybe you got the girl, or maybe you just didn't get caught. <laughs> Gertrude? Um, I got black seven. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> um, I really wish that I had gotten a four, because it says maybe you've got a permanent limp. <laughs> but um, I got seven. Uh, you'll suffer? Oh, dear God, will you suffer? And everyone will know of your malfeasance, your stupidity, your lack of common sense and decency, you're probably going to be locked up too. Yes. 
<laughs> so uh, using that as sort of a starting point, we'll just go around the table and briefly describe sort of that montage of moments of what happens to you, just the postscript of your character. So for the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse, obviously his church has burned down, um, and with it, everything he had built up over the last 20 years. He saw what was happening and managed to escape out the back, but with nothing but the clothes on his back and no one to support him uh, at all. Having left, having um, kicked out his one and only friend, Theodore, and Emmett being just a simple soul who doesn't actually know any better. He ends up spending uh, the next 20 years on the road um, with signs saying things like, Will Sermon for Food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Will heal through monthly laying of hands. That's where things are for him. Room and board. Theodore. Theodore, after the betrayal, ran away, got uh, into the first wagon he could find, uh, and continued the life of trying to scam people, oh. ever failing and penniless, never recovering from the uh, highs that could be but never was. All right. Emmett, what happens to you? Uh, Emmett does pretty well. Um, if Emmett's not sheriff now, they're probably <laughs> sheriff of another community. Uh, later on. Um, and I think like Emmett just settles down with a bunch of, and has like a bunch of <laughs> dumb kids that he loves. Oh, how nice! Yeah, I like I like Ash's suggestion. You keep collecting Do taxes you mean- that, you, that you don't report. Oh my god! I did like I'm not aware of the tax thing at all. That probably still keeps <laughs> happening from someone. Like, I'm blissfully ignorant to the rest of that. So when you say kids, do you mean dumb people, or do you mean that you became a goat breeder? Yes, both of those things. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yeah, because goat babies are kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Gertrude, um, I agree with Emmett that he became sheriff. Um, in fact, Emmett came out of this so well that he uh, managed to twist the popular opinion of the mob outside and the confrontation between me and Emmett made it really seem like um, I was uh, confronting him while he was trying to protect himself from me. So when the mom started calling to set the church on fire, uh, that happened. And I was so gung ho about setting this church on fire that they kind of were like, okay, this bitch is actually going really hard. And they kind of backed off from this, but I used the goats to uh, bring in the soap and uh, the act of shooting off my gun to set the church on fire, spark a spark of flame, um, <laughs> kind of turned the popular opinion completely against me. Um, everybody suddenly got really um, concerned for Emmett's safety and ran to the back of the church, went through the back exit. Um, that the Reverend Dr. Daniel J. Milhouse and Theodore had escaped from, found Emmett cowering there and were convinced that he was a victim in all of this and that he was just trying to protect uh, the <laughs> Reverend from uh, from me. So uh, he uh, had them carry me off back to the jail and they stripped me of my title of sheriff and um, sent me back to Kentucky as a felon. 
<laughs> there we go. So, <laughs> there we go. What a fiasco. Thank you for listening to Catastrophic. If you like it, please leave us a review wherever you get your artisanal podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends to visit catastrophic.horse. Why not horse? Why not?